0: Before we get started on this episode of Real Nerds Podcast, remember, you can connect to the Real Nerds in many ways. You can follow us on Twitter, at Real Nerds. You can go to our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook. You can also call us, 720-6-NERDS-5. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of Denver Comic-Con 2016 and beyond. I am Ryan. With me is... People can hear me chew my M&Ms. Yeah, James is here as well. (laughs) And back for a second week in a row... I have a caramel pop. Zach Eastman. (laughs) And back from the dead from six months ago. (laughs) At least. (laughs) Randy,
1: what's up? How's it going? Good, how are you? Not bad. I'm here. here. Good to see you. Yeah, it's nice to be here. We had
2: a a long conversation about his jersey and why a Punisher jersey is number
0: 74. Ryan, do you know why? Is that a trick question? His first appearance was Amazing Spider-Man 129, which was June
1: 1974. I was going to ask.
0: It's it's Spider-Man.
1: How do you... Yeah. If if his first appearance had been in Doctor Strange or something, he'd have been like, I have no idea.
0: (laughs) I would have still known. Oh, snap. Gauntlet Throne. Oh. That was good. That was really good. Me and Andrew actually had a fun conversation this week about, uh, because I'm a, I became a Batgirl fan, I don't know, like two years ago. Yeah. And has it been that long? Yeah. It's oh, been a long time. Uh, I always liked the character design, but I really started reading her comics. And, yeah. And when Gail Simone started writing the book, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I'll read it because I really like Gail Simone. And so I was talking to Andrew today, or Friday, I'm sorry. And I said, dude, why is, Early Batgirls so expensive. I'm not just talking about her first appearance. Like her each subsequent appearance is like four hundred dollars. This is because she's super popular. And I never thought of Batgirl very popular, but yeah. What do I know? My niece for Halloween went as Batman,
2: but she wore like she wore like a uh, a a Bat a Batman shirt that had like a pink tutu and the symbol nice. was all pink. And I was like,
0: she's really Batgirl. That's and, awesome. Like, we gotta
2: we gotta just teach her to like Batgirl.
0: But, yeah. uh, so I was going to get an old one. There's a, because I, I, I hardly ever get, because I don't like Batman that much. Right. I like Batman when the Joker shows up and some stories. Isn't
2: that all Batman stories? No. Like, why he, tell no, a Batman no, story? Batman, no, Batman,
0: uh, Joker shows up, like, every three years. Um So I was looking at the old Detective comics he had, and he has a few that is co-starring Batgirl. And those, he, you know, the thing that's great about Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics is he only wants, like, 24 bucks for them. And, you know, they're pretty expensive books. But, I always, you know, check the Spider-Mans first, and so I bought the first appearance of Hobgoblin instead. Nice. It doesn't have the tattoo in it, so it was not that expensive, but I don't care about the tattoo. Oh, like when
2: it it originally came out, did it have like a temporary tattoo in it? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's cool. But I didn't care. I was like, I just want the first appearance of him. I don't care about this.
2: There's some happy kid out there who got to open that Mm -hmm. thing up and have his tattoo and then trade it back in for $6 three years later.
0: Yeah, and it's cool with me. Um... So yeah, every week we go see a new movie, and we podcast our experience of the world. Stop the presses, though. This week it was two movies. This week we saw the Peanuts movie. Yeah. And uh, with these fine gentlemen, we saw Spectre. Yeah. Ian Fleming's yeah. James Bond. Welcome as back As Daniel to Craig in Spectre. Did you see that title Who's, card? I was like, what the fuck? Who's Ian Fleming? Uh, I thought right. Sam Mendes directed this. No, uh, he's the writer of James Oh, James okay. Bond. English major. I'm kidding.
3: Starring no. the great Christoph Waltz, whose voice... Could light a thousand suns.
0: Starring or in it for fifteen minutes. Starring, <laughs> starring. It's
2: Christoph
0: as Christoph Waltz. I'm so, I, I love Christoph Waltz, but no Christoph Waltz performance will ever be as good as his first twenty minutes as Inglorious Bastards. Oh no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair, Fair enough.
2: Enough. <laughs> I want Christoph Waltz to never play a villain again because there's like, I'm afraid he'll get typecast. Like he's great in Django Unchained
0: as mm-hmm. not a villain. Yeah. Yes. He's great in everything. I, actually, I really enjoy him yeah i even like him in green hornet straight up yeah i think green hornet's pretty fun i I mentioned that a couple weeks ago though his
2: gun in that movie is dumb (laughs) yeah it is that's like the the desert eagle that like splits into two or something or three i
0: don't remember it's dumb anyway cool yeah so we'll talk about movies we've been watching what's coming out on blu-ray the box office predictions which i was almost spot on this week you were um and yeah that's what we do movie news cool we like to party Randy, what's been going on with you? We haven't seen you in a while.
1: Uh, not a whole lot. Um, changed jobs because I kind of got tired of working in comic books, actually. What? Well, so who, where? Sp- how will we learn? Oh, well, I guess we still have plenty of people who know about comics. Yeah. Well, it's not like I don't do it anymore. It's yeah. just I spent eight years working with people that, after twenty-five years, they got burned out and sold everything they had and just quit it all together. And I'm like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. And I could tell that I was starting to get to the point where. I was buying comics just to put them in a stack and just throw them off to the side and not read them anymore. And, not, you know, it was a, it was a compulsion more than it was mm. I like comic books.
2: Hmm. It became so, a collection rather than a passion.
1: Right. Yeah. And so I thought maybe originally, and, and that's why I switched jobs from one comic store to the other, was that maybe the atmosphere would change. And it did for the worse. So I no longer worked there and started working for FedEx, which is pretty awesome. Cool. Um it's I'm the guy that drives the trailers from an empty door to a full door inside the building or inside the yard, so Okay. Um it's like twelve dollars and something an hour, which is four or five dollars more than anything I've ever gotten paid. So I'm like, I can drive eight <laughs> hours a day for twelve dollars an hour. Sure. Yeah.
2: Hell yeah. And then you go spend all that money on comics that you enjoy.
1: Now I have a reason to, I go out and I buy them and I read them again, which is something that I I really kind of miss doing. So, yeah. Well,
2: that's fantastic. Yeah. Good. That's really good. Cool. Awesome. Always pursue
0: your dreams. Yeah. Because even though they seem like they're out of your reach, you can grab that star. (laughs) Remember in the Peanuts movie yesterday when, (sighs) when Charlie Brown did that? Was, do you, do you, there was so see, much I, like great humor in that that was, like, if you were a kid, it was woo! way over <laughs> your head. Because me and James were laughing at stuff. I think we were the only ones laughing. There were some kids laughing at some of it. There were. Yeah. When, you know, Snoopy showed up. <laughs> yeah! We'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. Um. Yeah. What,
2: what's coming out at uh, the Alamo this week?
0: You know what, James? I can tell you what's coming out at the Alamo. Good!
2: Because I can't. <laughs> I'm Peter Bogdanovich. And I have a few friends here. Or not here, but that I know, knew, uh, who would like to tell you something.
3: Hello. Hi, I'm Kevin Smith. Hi, I'm Leonard Malton. Hi, I'm Mark Hamill. Hi, I'm Elijah Wood. This is Seth Rogen. I'm Chris Vermans-Boss.
4: I'm Ron Starr. Welcome to the Alamo Draft. Last time I saw you, I played it cool. Now someone's been. Nice. Right up front.
1: Burn off your cell phone. Don't talk. Don't text. Don't build a birdhouse. Don't be a folie artist. Quit asking your girlfriend what she had on her salad. Okay, is it your living room? If <laughs>
4: uh,
0: you talk or text during this film, uh, I will punch you. You. Ah!
1: you can fly out who the yard and then go cut their tongue out. Have a good watch. Bye.
3: Alright, I said what you want me to say. Will you release me now?
0: Pause for dramatic effect. Pause for dramatic effect. No, we're pausing for the editing. No, dramatic effect.
1: And the editing? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Alright. Thank thank you.
0: So, next week... After Hours will be playing at the Alamo Draft. House. It's almost like Steve Bassett does the programming there. I know,
2: right? Since that was his number one film of
0: 1995 or 98 or eight, <laughs> 85. 85. There you go. Wow, there's
1: a there's a number in there somewhere, right? The, yeah, he
0: was his number one film of all time. So if you had to ask me what the most overrated horror film of all time is, what do you think I would say?
2: After Hours.
0: No. Okay.
2: Good. I'm wrong. Uh, Friday the 13th Part One.
0: No. Slither. Uh, no. S- <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good uh, one. Well, I'll, I'll I'll save you the suspense. Breckenridge Brewery is doing a craft beer night for The Shining. Oh, know. yeah. 100% is The Shining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feast is Spectre. Oh, I thought they were going to show us Feast. Uh, Ghost in the Shell, That's the new movie. Okay. What the fuck? Is
2: it just called the new movie? Yeah, it's
0: <laughs> Ghost in the Shell, colon, the new movie. <laughs> colon. I think they literally translated it yeah. very poorly. Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: I'm going to make Twombly the new movie. (laughs) Make
0: it in color this time. (laughs) Um, Big screen classics is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles,
4: which when they ran that
0: trailer before a movie I saw last week, I'm like, I love that movie. Are those pillows? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those aren't pillows. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when being gay was funny? Um, <laughs> no. If no, you're no. if you're missing Brad. Speaking of Brad, he is a featured filmmaker at a film festival today. That is why he's not here. Oh. C- congratulations, Brad. He's at Blissfest. Mm-hmm. Um, Samurai Cop double features next week. Brad will oh, be there. I, yeah. Oh so, yeah. He was very excited. Yeah.
3: Brad and I will both be there to oh, watch good. Tommy Wiseau do his Tommy Wiseau thing in that movie.
0: Is he in is that he in it? Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, I've uh, never seen it, and Brad really hates me because I haven't seen it. The Mads are back live with Tra- Trace and Frank. I don't even know. What is that? That is Mystery Science
3: Theater 3000. Oh. Um, so it's two of the stars from Mystery Science Theater 3000 are coming back. I think they're doing a Q&A, so I think it's oh, like cool. a retrospective.
0: Very cool. Uh, Ghost World with Eilena, Elena Douglas. Cool. Victory Vanguard presents Shadow of Doubt. For $3. Ooh. And that is... Maybe that should be a Real Nerds movie next week. (laughs) Okay. Please uh, do the throwback. Battle Royale will be there. And the Godfather double feature feast. So you're going to have to sit in a movie theater for seven fucking hours watching two movies. Yeah, but
2: that's okay because there's going to be like seven fucking courses.
0: Yeah, but... (laughs) Yeah, Godfather (laughs) movies are good. (laughs) You know what I don't like? I don't like being told when movies are great and you're supposed to like them.
1: For like Scarface. Me? Scarface is
0: bad. It's yeah, no, it is. It's not a good movie. It's not a I good never movie. never liked it. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Hi, buddy. <laughs> uh, no, Scarface is not good. No, it's not good. Um, yeah. Citizen Kane is okay. okay. I hate people. I think, it's the greatest movie of all time. Not really. No. Well, well
2: Citizen well, Kane is important in context. Like at the time that it was made and all that. It doesn't hold. It doesn't hold up the way that
0: Casablanca does. Yeah, I would See? rather watch Casablanca or Notorious. Of course, you wouldn't.
1: See, but when, when I hear someone Rebecca. tell me that, it automatically tells me their taste in movies. So, like, True. I, when, when they say Scarface is awesome, I'm all like, well, <laughs> you, you've never seen a good movie in your life. Okay. What right, if, I got conversation it. Conversation over. Yeah. We're what done. if someone
0: told you their favorite movie is Army of Darkness?
1: Um, well, because I like those movies, I would probably be okay with it. I don't think I would agree <laughs> to it being the greatest in the world, but. Well, no, you're,
0: you're wrong, but. You're
1: yeah, right. well, <laughs> c- clearly. Mm. Yeah. But. Ah, uh, yeah. I I, would just, I I would respect him as a person. You know? Thank you. I'd hitch
2: my wagon to them and spend five years talking about movies on the internet.
1: Hey. There you go, James. Thanks. Hey buddy. Well, I was
3: drawn in for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, what if somebody told you that Seed of Chucky was your favorite movie? <laughs> I would have heard Seed Do we have, and, have to consult a watched. doctor
1: after that one? Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or at least call the cops.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or there's something clearly wrong with this guy. <laughs>
2: There's some guy who's listening right now. who's like, "You motherfuckers!"
1: <laughs> I like never. Cedar I'm never listening to your podcast
2: again. Glenn or Glenda? Get it? It's funny. It's an homage. <laughs> I I'd be cool. Oh oh, you mean that? Oh no, I yeah. thought you were just saying if somebody said Glenda. I think Glenn or Glenda could be someone's favorite movie.
3: I would love to meet that person. <laughs> 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 that took me a minute. I'm like, does that exist yeah. anywhere? <laughs> Plan Nine. I get that. Bride of the Monster. Yeah. Maybe Glenn or Glenda. Mm. tough sell. I, I, I own Gwanda If you're out there, please let me know and let's go on a
0: Tinder date. It'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Swipe right. What is Tinder? I don't even know what that is. I, uh, I hear about it. I know it's, like, it's a dating app. It's yeah, app it's like where, a where you can be app, Yeah.
3: You know that first scene in Social Network where he's going like, okay, now I have to figure out which one of these girls is hot or mm-hmm. not by an algorithm.
0: That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. See, that's so what it's, happens it's when you're married. Where- you just don't know what that it, shit is. It, all know. it does is it pops yeah. up
2: like a photo of the person and you mm-hmm. swipe left or right depending on whether or not you would be interested in
0: So it. if you are interested in them, then what happens? I
2: don't know. I, I think, like, yeah, I have no idea. I've never done it.
0: Because it yeah, I tried it. It's stupid. So, what, I thought so, it was so which camera. way is left, which way is right? I don't understand.
2: Uh,
3: it I, I can't even remember. I, I, I tried it for a minute left. and I was... I, I think it, left
0: is bad. I think right mm-hmm. is good.
3: I should have known something was wrong when it took an hour for them to find a for match for, match
0: for me. <laughs> I don't think there's something wrong with you, sir. I think it's something wrong with it. They're everybody else, <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, Ellen, do you want one? Do you want a bite? Oh,
2: so much candy! You can tell it's the post-Halloween episode because we're all just going to sit here and eat candy the whole time. Oh, oh, oh! He can't. He can't get through the whole M&M. He did. Is that
0: good? Nicely done. Can we dance? It'd be better if it were dark chocolate, Dad. <laughs> My kid's really cute. He's been <laughs> he's been a little asshole the last three days though. Has he? Why? Oh, he, he
1: definitely is your son, huh? Cause he <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally.
0: Cause he'll wake up in the middle of the night and Laura's trying to wean him off from nursing in the middle of the night, so he no. screamed for two and a half hours last night. Oh um, wouldn't you? From,
1: <laughs> from oh, they oh, just come to me, I'm sorry.
0: Mm, I've missed you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey Mr. Jokey, cool. what are we starting with? <laughs> um, I don't know. You'd never come on my podcast and be funnier than me. I'm the funnier <laughs> one. <laughs> Alright.
3: Yeah, Brian's the are. funny one. James is the smart one. I'm whatever. Oh, yes!
0: <laughs> Brad is. Actually, before I... we start. Not here. <laughs> <laughs> I, have to, I have to tell you a funny story. I was talking to James's mother after um, the movie today. Yeah. Right. And, um, by the way, I love James's mother. She's a wonderful lady. And. Is that, I... is that
2: like a caveat? Like, before uh, I tell this story. Right. No, 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 no.
0: Because the story is really funny. I so james is always saying how you know his mother can't believe what i say on the podcast (laughs) and so i I was talking to carol and i said yeah but have you listened to it lately i don't nearly cuss as much as your son and she she got all i know and he's an english major (laughs) (laughs) so james you're disappointing your mother is what i'm trying to say smart guy (laughs)
3: My oh, my initial it's true. My, my initial instinct after like my first couple of appearances on the show, I know I've said like at least donkeys and other things at least once. Yeah. So like when I, say I first came up to her, I went up I went up to her and I just said, "I'm so sorry."
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because your mom says, "I think it's funny that you guys apologize to me on it."
2: Yeah, because like she'll what? be listening and just feel like, well, "It's like they're in the car with me," and then all of a sudden you'll say something horrible and and go, "Sorry, Carol."
0: Yeah. Well, it is funny because you. She's the only one I censor myself for. Yeah. Everybody else, I don't care. But oh no, I because don't I have guess. so much yeah. respect for your mother, I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I know Carol's gonna be disappointed when I just said ass fucking a donkey. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Why would you have said that?
0: <laughs> well. it's, it's so people can get the idea of what I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So your mom would be like, <sighs> there's some kind of BCLD joke about once a year. Some some sort. It yeah. was an
3: awkward review of Pinocchio that day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, actually, I'll tell you something interesting I learned in my law classes. It's not called bestiality anymore. What? What's it's it called? It's called zoophilia. That sounds way more tolerable. Like I don't like that. Bestiality sounds like
2: it's un- like like it's a thing that shouldn't happen. <laughs> it shouldn't. Yeah, zoo- zoophilia sounds like uh like. Like, it's a bit more tolerant. Um, Sounds yeah. like a really crappy Mattel Bradley game. <laughs> yeah. zoos, zoos are happy, fun places they for are. children to frolic.
0: And if you <laughs> fuck an animal in there, it's zoophilia. <laughs> Beasts
2: are horrible things that, that, that like
0: creep that after
2: you in to the to dark. Well, I, know you,
3: <laughs> I know you said zoo. I thought you said zoophilias are wonderful places for children to frolic no. around.
0: <laughs> no. So no. I just educated you guys on law now. Oh, man. I don't like that.
2: I don't like that.
3: What's the catchphrase you say after that? You've been lawyered. Oh yeah, <laughs> you have been
2: lawyered. Oh, cool. Um, what are we doing first? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> right. Let's do. Uh, let's do what we've been watching.
4: Oh, we got movie signs.
3: This uh, is my stick. I love being a turtle. You're getting your wishes so now.
4: Great. The line must be drawn here. Yeah. Upon. Now you're getting
0: nasty. <laughs> I just love doing that. You did that joke last week. <laughs> I know I did, but it's really funny. Because James starts getting really antsy like he does when he's in a movie he doesn't like. Ha
3: ha ha,
0: Maggie. <laughs> Earbuds. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, I've never seen... Oh, I have seen that movie. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, Randy, what have you been uh, watching?
1: Oh, good lord. Um... Well, it's oh, so uh something that actually recently came out that I'm sure everybody else somebody might be a big fan of is the uh Ash versus the Evil Dead. I saw the yeah. first of that one. Yeah, I ran I thought it was pretty awesome. It's just as equally as funny as any of the other ones. Oh, the movies. So, good. I enjoyed that. Um and I had a list, but my phone died, so... Because <laughs> I always like it when I, I ask you guys if I can come on, and then I prepare, and <laughs> I'm all like, oh, let me just use my phone instead of pen and paper, because I'll have that with me, right? And then I put a little notepad thing in there, and then my phone dies, and I'm like, oh, well, now I'm on the spot again. Uh-huh. Um, I know that feeling. Oh, uh, Justified. Not the very last season, but the fifth one. Oh, Randy, let's So talk. I finally got to that, and... Oh, my God, I love it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, well, I love the show in the first place, but it to me, it clearly sets up the next, or I assume the final season, mm-hmm. at the end of it. And I'm all like, oh, this is going to be bad. This is, this is taking the three characters in the, the show that you don't want to see going against each other, which you know is going to occur at one point or another. And you're, you're clearly you've seen it, and I'm so excited for you. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. I was thinking (laughs) of you too, James.
0: Guess what? Amazon's early Black Deal Friday is what? That sweet complete series of Justified in the book. Oh. I don't know how much off it is, but it's on sale tomorrow. If I, oh man, I I saw that and they emailed it to me, and I said, oh, that's a James thing.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have to look at it and then see if I can. Because like, uh, if I trade not, into my my because col- I already have them all, yeah. So if I trade it in, maybe I can.
0: And the thing is, is I, discount, I, and I'm not yeah. trying to tempt you, but they had you know a bunch of pictures of it, and it's like this big book yeah. that you flip. It's pretty awesome. I
1: know. Was well, it like what they did with Spartacus? Uh, the little pages and the disc goes in the little page and you flip. A little, is, yeah, sort of. Only yeah. it's the whole series, right? So it's a lot bigger. Yeah. I actually like that when, when yeah. I, the That was the first time I'd ever seen it was in Spartacus Blood and Sand, and it, yeah. it looked like a book, and the pages come and I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. I love Spartacus. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah um, oh, man. All right. Fudge. It's what a else? great show, though. Really yeah. great show. Oh, I loved it. Well, and I loved Oliphant, so. Yeah. All the fantastic <laughs> And Walton Goggins. <laughs> he's, he's <sighs> like, he's, he, yeah. when I first saw it, I was all like, yeah, well, he's an all right, and, and he started to grow on me, so. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, what else? Um, oh, one of one of my fancy new Blu-rays that I bought, uh, Hercules. Wait, right, because you you are our resident. You got, VHS a, you got a Blu-ray player? No, no. Oh, no. <laughs> He's just buying Blu-rays now. I just have I just have like five five Blu-rays now. So. <laughs> One of them actually should show up in the mail in the next couple of days. How do you um, watch them if you don't? I'm, I'm, my I, roommate I, has one.
2: Okay, cool.
3: Oh, there you go. All right, all right. That's all right.
2: interesting. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not just insane.
1: He's got the bigger TV and the better stuff out in the living room anyway. So every once in a while on a Saturday when I'm not working and he is, I just go in there and watch movies. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I,
2: I did that. My first couple of Blu-rays I bought before I had an, my own Blu-ray player, so I did the same thing.
1: Right, and I, I'm just trying to find one that like fits for what I want because all of them have so many different things. You're like, well, I just want to put a Blu-ray in there and play, and they're like, well, what if you want to do this, this, that, this, and the other, and call your grandma while you're doing that? I don't know. (laughs) Can I just get the basic one for... Like 40 bucks. No, no, no. We you can get, get a fancy 100. one for like 40 bucks an <laughs> hour. Yeah. So, but I don't want the fancy. You don't, a, they're putting Netflix. Are you in just having... And that's the problem. That's, that's you're just I'm making you.
0: excuses. Well, just yeah. do it, Randy. Well, just do it. Just jump. Just jump. jump.
1: Just jump. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're
0: like 10 years behind, so just do it. Yeah, well, you got to get
1: into
2: Blu-ray so that we can all move on to digital and you can be left behind again.
1: And then I'll be the guy going, hey, look what I got on Blu-ray. And you're like, really? Where did you get that at? Like the thrift store? Right. Like for 60 cents or something? Went to the Ark and bought some... Right. Randy, I've got a Blu ray player that I'm not using. Do you want one for free? Uh, ooh. Oh, you put me on the spot on the air? Sure.
2: Oh okay. I'm making miracles <laughs> making miracles happen here, right? It's, it
3: it's yours, man. I got I, I had one given to me from somebody in LA who I was working with, so sure. it's yours,
1: man. Cool. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Um
2: that's why you come on the Rollers podcast. Yep, free might yeah. get a free That's Blu-ray, all the play. free stuff, the
1: candy, and Blu-ray play the movie. Because technically, I haven't paid you back yet. And
3: <laughs> Next week, somebody's going to come on the show and go, Zach, give me your lunch money.
1: <laughs> that might very well be me. <laughs> um, but no, I got the the Rock did the the Hercules movie, and oh, it was yeah. the theaters. And I will watch anything the Rock puts out. I even watched it, sure. dumb one with him and the kid and the football, and he was the uh, two fairy, fairy. And oh god! No, 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 game, game plan, game plan. Yeah. Those are two different movies. Two different movies. You're right. They were both, <laughs> th- but they were both equally as hideous. But right. I watched them anyway. <laughs> um, so. I, when I bought Terminator Genesis, which is the one that I'm waiting for in the mail, oh. and I know nobody here likes those, right? I liked it. No, oh, it's it's see? fun. Yeah, it's. Okay. I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Um Oh yeah, no, it's it's pretty fun. But yeah. it's it was Steelbook for like twenty bucks, and That's I was nice. like, why not? I mean, for yeah. twenty dollars, and I just pre-ordered it like three weeks ago, but they gave me a five dollar gift card. Cool, and so. I found Hercules and it was ten bucks, and so I spent five dollars. So I got it for five dollars. Like, Why go. not? That seems like a mighty
2: fine. Five dollars is a is not a bad amount for Hercules. No, the, for the Rock
0: Hercules.
1: And it and yeah, I mean it's it's still better than some of the other things I've seen oh, other yeah. actors I, do. I, I, I think
0: Hercules is entertaining. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah.
2: Not- It's better than Conan.
0: Oh, the remake. Not yeah, the remake of yeah. Conan from a couple yeah. years ago.
2: Yeah, and it, it's like on the same.
1: You're staring at me like you don't think I'm right. I don't. Oh, man, you really like that Conan one? You know, I didn't go through an hour and a half of (laughs) getting ink permanently attached to my skin from that movie because I thought it was mediocre. (laughs) Wait, the Jason Momoa Uh, one? Yeah. Really? Oh, Randy.
2: I don't dislike that movie. Uh, I was just, uh, like, in in a, you know, tearing them out, like...
1: Sure, like with with Arnold's, or to me, Arnold's will always be up front and first. Mm -hmm. But I still think it was. It could have been equal to maybe the second one.
2: Sure. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. 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 It's. But I like. uh, I like Rachel Nichols a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's good. Um. I. I think. uh, Oh God. The. I can't even remember her name now. The chick from Scream.
0: Uh,
1: That played the evil witch chick in in the Momoa one. Nev Cam, oh Rose McGowan. Yeah, I, I oh was yeah. I wasn't yeah. really impressed with her, but I've never liked her as an actress. Yeah, so. she's yeah. Yeah, I think I, I, I like, like a large part of. I that. like her in Planet
0: Terror.
2: I like most of that movie. The one thing I remember really sure. hating, the one thing I remember really hating is like the they have these beautiful matte paintings in that in in that Conan movie. Uh huh. Um, and the movie ends with like him just dropping her off, and he's like, "Over there, there's a town. Way the fuck in the matte painting. You, I'll 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 see you later." And he just like leaves. I just thought that was funny.
1: It's funny and well, like if you've ever read any of the the old Savage Swords, that's yeah. kind of how he did women all the time. <laughs> that's that that was actually pretty common. I can appreciate that. Like he he would just he had his fun and everything. Like, all right, I'm I'm gonna go here and later. You got a long hiking ahead of you, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. It, it's fun. Gotta go. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so uh God, what else? Um. I can't even remember but there was like another couple of things that I watched and I think one of them was on VHS but uh, the one that stuck out the most was the the Justified that was pretty awesome Cool very cool Sweet well if you think of them we, we'll come back around Zach? Well
3: I didn't watch any Rose McGowan movies this week sorry mm-hmm. Mr. What's McGowan What's wrong with you I know I I should watch one one once a week. You just broke
0: Robert Rodriguez's he heart.
3: I know. Oh. I'm sorry Robert. I'm sorry Rose. I'm sorry everybody. I don't think they're still <laughs> together. Um oh. I don't know. <laughs> not that I care. <laughs> Welcome to Celebrity Gossip. Um <laughs> uh I actually went through some interesting stuff. Uh first of all, I saw Steve Jobs yesterday. Nice. Cool. It's not my favorite Sorkin script, but that is one of the best movies I've seen this year. Mm-hmm. So that definitely counts for something. Um But it was still very well written, excellently directed. Um, First third of that movie is the closest I've ever seen to somebody capturing the spirit of the 1980s on film in a long time, visually. Um, Because just the the way it looked, the stock they must have used for it looked amazing. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fassbender's great in it. Michael Stolbarg as Andy Hertzfeld, Andy Hertzfeld, yes, is my favorite performance in the movie. Which Andy? Uh, <laughs> uh, Hertz, Hertzfeld, um, uh, Andy Hertz, the One guy who's got Andy. to change their name, yeah. Andy Hertzfeld, uh, in the movie, uh, yeah. there's a scene at the end of that film which made James cry, made James cry. No, no,
2: it, no, no, that's not the scene that made me cry, but you're good.
3: Um. Oh, it didn't make you cry? It a, I cried it's, before it's that. It's all together. It's, yeah, it, it, it's it, it's a part of that section. It, that one made me
2: cry though. The Meryl, the Meryl Streep section, uh like when she starts throwing Meryl all the Streep. stuff on the te- or the, um, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet when she starts Don't throwing you ever everything on, on the again. <laughs> when she starts throwing everything on the floor, uh, that's she, the scene that made me cry. The photos and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um no, when the she's Her- yelling
3: at him. the Hertzfeld scene made me cry when he says um when he's trying to say uh, um yes, I said that she needed a strong female or a strong male role model. Yeah. And I started cheering up a little bit. Yeah. Like, I was just like, that is like a really, like, that's a brutal, brutal thing to say in front of somebody, somebody's father. Right. You know, like, of any type. And um I just think that Solberg, out of anybody in that cast, deserves a nomination for that one scene alone. Mm-hmm. Um I also saw The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes from 1939, um, starring Basil Rathbone and Nigel Bruce. Mainly in honor of my grandfather, because my grandfather passed away four weeks ago. Um, and, uh, he and I were big fans of old movies and old time radio. Uh, in fact, he's one of the reasons that Twombly even got made. So, if you have him to think for that movie.
0: <laughs> I thought I could go a whole day without hearing about Twombly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: so, um, I watched that film. Um, it's, it's a mess of a movie. Yeah. Because it really? was based off of this play that was written by a Sir Arthur Conan Doyle approved playwright, but then they took everything out of the play and put other things into it. Like they mishmashed a bunch of plots mm. together. Huh. And, um, there's this guy who summed it up best, um, on another, like on a historical, uh, textbook audio book that I've been listening to on those old films. It's as if, um, Holmes isn't really deducing anything and he's just kind of, an opportunist (laughs) like Hmm. he just happens upon what is convenient and um so i uh you can watch it on youtube like you can watch all these early early sherlock holmes movies on youtube because they are in the public domain sadly Hmm. um fox and uh universal never picked up the options for them Hmm. even though it made them a lot of money back in the day um and then i also watched nights of badassdom the larping movie um flawed is, I don't want to start off with flawed, but it is flawed, but. Too late. <laughs> yeah. I, That's the look, fourth time he said flawed. I love <laughs> Flawed. Um, Bye. Bye. I, <laughs> I, I like that director a lot cause I actually like Wrong Turn 2 and, hmm. um, uh, the stuff that the guy's done and I have yet to see Everly. But, um, Joe Lynch, the director, I think he stumbled on something really good and I think something happened along the way that didn't um, uh, allow it to become what it needed to become. Now, I kind of know the history of that film and what happened to it in the editing process with the studios. Yeah. So it is a case of studio interference, but that doesn't really excuse it. And so I get why he says that pe- he doesn't like it when people say they like that movie. Now, I would watch that movie again, though. Knowing all that, saying that all that I've said, I would still watch it again. It's mm. not it's not terrible and I do like the monster that they create at the end of the movie. That's uh a rubber monster and that's enduring to me. So that always have a place in my, in, in my bones to want to watch an old fashioned monster movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so kudos to it at least. And Peter Dinklage is funny as all hell in the movie when he's eating shrooms and trying to fight people. Like he says, uh, he has the funniest line in the movie where he's, he's on shrooms and they're looking at the succubus beast. Um, who's in the form of one of their friend's girlfriends. And he just looks at it and goes, fuck you and the mustache. You wrote it on. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, it's absolutely funny. Like I definitely would recommend giving it a watch on Netflix and, Seeing what you think of it, what you don't think of it, and et cetera, et cetera. And then you can send me hate mail afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: hate mail's the best mail. Yeah. Done.
3: I'm on <laughs> it. Eight, you had to cross that hate <laughs> <eight> mail.
0: <laughs> you know you've made it when you get hate
3: mail. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Um, and then the last thing that I saw this week was Looney Tunes back in action. Mm. Ooh, um, Jenna Elfman. Someone saw that movie? I used to think she was beautiful. Yeah. First of all, James... You're mean. <laughs> that movie is not as bad as people say it is. I've never seen it. I just I remember the trailers looking horrible. Um, first of all, it's directed by Joe Dante, who did Gremlins, Two Gremlins, Interspace, Space, Explorers. He's a good director. He is a good director. More importantly, he's a big Looney Tunes fan, and everything in that film is technically placed there for a good Looney Tunes movie to be there. Um, but then they go off on an adventure. <laughs> and they start looking for the blue monkey <laughs> and everything just kind of turns into every kid's movie I ever see Ooh. coming between 2000 and 2010. But is
2: it like, so is it like space jam only without the basketball?
3: No, they go on in like a more of a, they go on an Indiana Jones, this type of adventure mixed with James Bond mixed with a lot of spy stuff in it. And um But the first 20 minutes of that movie where they're in Hollywood and they're in the studio system and it's Daffy gets – basically the plot is Daffy gets fired because his um demographic is uh limited to fat guys who live in their basements.
0: I love Daffy Duck.
3: <laughs> I know. I, I don't get why they make fun of him in the movie. Because <laughs> Daffy Duck. While his Bugs Bunny's appeal is every quadrant. So – the two warner brothers who are just two big fat brothers named warner <laughs> <laughs> fire him um and uh he meets up with a security guard played by brendan fraser who secretly wants to be a stuntman whose father is the the studio's biggest star and then it through through happenstance they find out that his father is actually a spy and so they have to go help find the spy this, the plot becomes too convoluted. When did this movie for, come
0: out? In Two thousand and three. Does it take place in two thousand and three? Yes, it does. Do studios still have stars? <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's another thing about it that I think is very antiquated. Like it, it doesn't like nothing fits mm-hmm. in that universe. And yet, if you are a Looney Tunes fan, it'll all make sense.
4: Yeah, and yeah.
3: and, um, and there is a great gag where they they light dynamite up in a car. I think it's Yosemite Sam and two of his thugs. And Yosemite Sam's telling him, throw the dynamite out the window. But we, we can't do it, boss. Why? The innocent people could get hurt. It'll send the wrong message to children. Throw it out! <laughs> and then there's also a great gag with, uh, every time they say mother in, um, Looney Tunes, where they go like, mother! Um, they, they make it pay off in a nice way. And Steve Martin's funny in it. See, it, even the kids want to hear about the Looney Tunes when they, <laughs> when they're mentioned.
0: I can't remember, is it right um, there? Can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I think Aww. you
3: found it.
2: <laughs>
3: um anyway, I would check it out if you can find it. There's a there's a good Blu ray of it that actually has um additional Looney Tune shorts that they were trying to reboot for theatrical release mm-hmm. after that movie came out, but when the movie flopped they scrapped them. Bummer. Um so yeah. We don't get any more Looney Tunes anymore. Have could. you
0: seen the? I, I love the new Mickey Mouse ones. They're genius.
3: They uh, are they a little bit more in keeping with the older Mickey, Donald, Goofy. Yeah, stuff? Yeah,
0: like Mickey's a little more uh, of a rapscallion in him. Like he's uh, he's a little more not like the goody goody guy anymore. Right. He still is, but he still he's a little more adventurous. Have you
3: seen that documentary yet? That I talked to you about the American experience I at Walt Disney it's one that I really think you're going to love because they talk about the Rapscallion Mickey. Like, why Mickey identified with audiences back then. And it's the same reason why Bugs Bunny identified with audiences back then as well because Bugs Bunny was, you know, he was the underdog. Like, he was the one who was... People were intruding on him and he was a counter-revolutionary is what Chuck Mm -hmm. Jones called him. So, like, these characters are still enduring to this day. They can still work. You just have to stop placing them in sitcoms. (laughs) Yeah, Like, the new Looney Tunes show places... Bugs Bunny in a sitcom, and the wily e. coyote's his next-door neighbor, who's just smarter than him. And I'm like,
0: yeah. why?
3: <laughs> like, why can't he live with Daffy? Do or- you
0: think cartoons like that would be really good now? Because exp- the attention span of kids, you know, is short. Yeah. So you have a little seven, eight-minute cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're great.
3: That's why I like those memes on the internet where it's the little baby. He does the fist pump. Yeah. And it says, uh, uh, went on, Lo- went on Cartoon Network to watch Looney Tunes. It's an old one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I think after this week, what we should actually want is, uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, but man, I would really like for somebody to go, uh, do for Looney Tunes what they did for Peanuts. Like, oh, just yeah. go, that'd be awesome. Write a really good script, animate it in a way that is cheaper for, you know, modern audiences, so you make it CG, but, get that art style in there so that it still feels like Looney Tunes. Uh, I mean, that feels more doable today than probably ever has before. I agree. Yeah. So So that's all I watched this week. Cool.
0: Uh, James, you're going last this week. Fine. Because I... I've got the best movie to talk about. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, This week was... uh, like It wasn't like a hard week at school, but just like the subject matter was such a bummer all the time. It's like homicides and domestic violence and... You know, I got tired of seeing dead people. So. It's your job now. I know. Um, so I came home and I got it a while ago. I just haven't had time to watch it. I got Alexander and the no good, horrible, terrible day or however it goes. (laughs) Um, it stars Steve Carell and that the boy in it's the kid from the visit. Uh, the the little boy. Yeah. And he, Hmm. he loves Australia in it. And so he, yeah, it's like that's his thing and his family doesn't have time for him. It's his birthday and you know, It's, it's actually, there's some, like, it's a, it's a kids movie, so it has that kids movie feel to it. But at the same time, there's actually some really, like, kind of meta funny jokes in it. Yeah. Where, uh, Alexander's sitting at, uh, his breakfast table and his mom, who's played by Jennifer Garner, is some publicist and they're about to put out a book that says, uh, it's something about going potty and, um, with jump on it. And so she's about to do this huge launch, and the launch is they're going to have Dick Van Dyke read the book to a bunch of kids, and then Steve Carell's character has been out of work for a long time, and he got invited to design a video game for this video game company, and the guy who's in charge is Donald Glover, and uh, his older sister is the star of Peter Pan, his older brother is the most popular guy in school, and he's dating the hottest chick in school. And Alexander can never catch a break. And so they're all talking about how great their day is. And Alexander's just sitting there saying that, uh, how horrible his day is. And everyone's like, Oh, but my day's so great. It's, you'd have to watch it. It's, yeah. it's pretty silly. Uh, but you know, the performances are really good in it. And it's a pretty cute little movie. Um, so he wishes for them to have a bad day. And their bad day happens to be when, you know, Steve Carell goes on a job interview. And instead of like jump, it says dump. And so Dick Van Dyke shows up in it and he's reading. He's like, I like to take a dump on the cat. And he, he's like reading this book out loud. And so Jennifer Garner like goes away and she's hiding in the bathroom and then she cracks the door open. He's like, I would never say dump to kids. It's that girl with the horrible hair. It's just really funny. Cause it's Dick Van Dyke. And, um, it's the show. It's just really goofy. Um, and then of course, you know, cause it's a kid's movie. They all work it out. And yeah, it was just a fun movie to watch and
3: they realize that everybody's supposed to have good and bad days. Yes.
0: Um, that isn't Alexander's fault that they had a bad day, even though he wished for it. Ah, so, uh, so it was a cute movie. Um, I also watched a few episodes of married with children. I got the complete series. Why? Because it's funny. I got the complete series at Best Buy. It was 20 bucks. And I was like, fuck, it's like 290 episodes. I think for 20 bucks. Why not? And I used to love it when I was a kid and, they're still funny, and the only thing I'll say about it is I was watching the pilot, and do you want to guess what the first line of dialogue in Married with Children is? No Peg? And you'd think, but it is not <laughs> no Peg. So uh, it opens with Peg is uh sitting at the kitchen table smoking and cutting coupons. Um Kelly, Christine Applegate, is sitting on the couch, and in the background, you see, like, this potted plant moving, and up Bud Bundy, you know, the little – the kid, and he says, die, commie, bimbo, is the first line of dialogue <laughs> in Married with Children. Um, so it's pretty sure. funny. And right then I was like, I'm back in this show. <laughs> and the whole episode is, I forgot that the tropes of Married with Children is, you know, Bud always picking on Kelly. Kelly is stupid. And Bud, uh Al, always goes to the shoe store. And he's always trying to fit shoes on fat ladies. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> he said something like... uh this lady said that he's trying to fit a 7 on her and he's like "ma'am the ruler's not broken you wear a 9" and she's like "i do not wear a 9" and he just <laughs> calls her fat i forget the lines but it's like really crude and really funny and that you think it's so politically incorrect that there's no way the show would be on tv now yeah um it it made me laugh i had fun watching it <laughs>
2: It's a good it show.
0: It brought me back to being a kid and watching it, like, at 11 o'clock at night on reruns. Right. It'd go night court, and then it'd go marry the children. <laughs> right? Um. So, yeah, that was fun. And the last movie I watched, because I didn't watch that much this week, and I actually think this might be a movie James would like. Ooh. And it's a slasher film. Okay. It's called The Final Girls. Oh, yes. Steve said the same thing. And basically, it plays, like, a last action hero, but Ugh. with a slasher movie. Ah. Um, oh. in it, it's, uh, Tessa Formiga, is that her name? Uh huh, Tessa Formiga. Yeah. yeah, um, she plays the daughter of, uh, Melon Ackerman, who is the star of this 80s slasher wait, film. Wait, wait, Melon Ackerman is playing Mothers of People yeah. in the movies now? Wow. Dude, I looked her, Isn't she's, she's, like she's 38. Yeah, okay. 30, but she's, yeah. she's still beautiful. Yeah. But, oh, uh, yeah. anyways, so. Just, I'm just amazed. So the movie opens with, like, this, it's Camp Bloodbath. So it shows like the trailer for Camp Bloodbath. And the guys who did it did a really good job. Uh, it's basically a Friday the 13th. Even the uh, soundtrack is. <laughs> so it's it's pretty cool. And so anyways. So the movie opens with um, her daughter's name is Max. And she's waiting in the car. And Malin Ackerman comes in. And she says she's trying to be a movie star. But the only thing people remember her for is Camp Bloodbath. So no one takes her seriously. And they have this amazing scene where, um, she's depressed and, uh, Max is saying, well, how are we going to pay the electrical bill? And then Malin Ackerman's character, Nancy, like tears it up and throws it out the window. And, um, she says, we're going to go get ice cream. And then she puts on Betty Davis eyes, and she's like dancing and singing it to her. And she's awesome. And then they get in a car wreck and her mom dies. Oh. <laughs> and it's like really, it's like, huh. it's a slasher huh. film with like a heart to it. And how, um, so on the anniversary of her mom's death, three years later, they're showing Camp Bloodbath 1 and 2 at the local theater, and they're trying to get Max to show up because, you know, the daughter of the star of it. Sure. But she doesn't want to see her mom because she can't – She's hasn't forgotten about her mother's death. And so through uh, a spilt vodka bottle and an ash from a joint, the theater catches on fire and – uh of course it would so be they <laughs> Yeah, they slash the <laughs> screen, and, and they jump through the screen. And then when they get there, they wake up, and they're in Camp Bloodbath. And the movie is really clever because it, the opening of the movie is the kids, the counselors, driving down the road in a Volkswagen van. And they ask where the camp, I think it's Blue Finch, is, and they point to it. And then it says, 92 minutes later, the car comes back. And then they point to it again, and then it says, another 92 minutes later, and the car comes back. So basically the movie's in a loop.
2: Oh, I got so, it. So, yeah, yeah.
0: And visually the movie is stunning. Like the directors, I don't know what they were doing, but the, the scenes with Malin Ackerman and, uh, Tassa Formiga are bright. Like the flowers are really bright. Mm. Um, and then when, uh, the villain shows up, the, the skies are purples and blacks and it, it lightning strike. It's a beautiful movie and the whole, point of the movie is her trying to get over the death of her mother and by her interacting with her mother in this film she's trying to save her mom and so she's saying you know you can't have sex and do drugs So as soon as you have sex that's when she dies in the film is she has sex and then you hear <laughs> and then the killer shows up and kills people and uh yeah so it's it's just this and they have these beautiful scenes together about how she's trying to protect her mom but she realizes she can't save her mom because that's not really her mom and she even uh the car accident she couldn't save her mom and it's just it's beautiful it really is it sounds uh, silly saying that in a no, slasher no, film no it
2: sounds awesome
0: um the only thing i will say the one thing i did not like about it is the slasher film fan in me it's rated pg13 oh so but the part of me knows that the kills are not part of the movie. And I think maybe that's why they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, because even like her friends get murdered in it and they don't, they kind of show them, but there's even a sad, the, uh, maybe from <laughs> arrested development is in it. Mm-hmm. And there's this part where she's trying to save, um, Max and her mom and this bookshelf falls on her and Max was back to get him. And her friend gives us look and just shakes her head and says for her to go. And then the killer takes a knife and jams it through the bookshelf. <laughs> and you see her like scream and she's like, it's it's pretty sad. And you're like, holy shit, is this a fucking slasher film? <laughs> and, uh, there's this, mo- I don't know if I should spoil it, but the ending is so fucking beautiful where.
3: <sighs> no, t- I'm not, not going to spoil me. it. Don't tell this me. ending you is. you
0: sold me really well. Don't the tell ending me. Ending between Malin Ackerman and Tessa Formiga is amazing. Okay. Um, just how they get, yeah. You have to see it. Like it's everything comes full circle. It's beautiful. And I would, yeah. ne- I thought I'd never say about a slasher film, and a slasher film that was never released in theaters. Um, just put out on Blu-ray.
2: It was at the, nice. it was at the Alamo.
0: Yeah, for like a week. Yeah.
2: yeah but yeah. I mean, like, in no it push was not, behind it. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Nothing. Yeah. Um, and it's one of the few Blu-rays because I heard so many good things. And my cousin Lisa, who also give a shout-out for. Uh she went and saw Dismember at the Alamo, mm-hmm. and Stuart Gordon was there, the mm-hmm. director of Reanimator, yeah. and she got me a signed print from him. So right, thanks, cool. Lisa. Um, That's very cool. But yeah, so she told me it was a great movie. So I bought that movie blind, and for twenty bucks on Blu-ray, yeah, just bought it. I was like, okay, if I've had two people tell me this movie is great, yeah, and yeah, it's I I was impressed, yeah, and it probably will be on my top ten list just because uh. of how different it is. And I'll let you borrow it, James, because I yeah, think no, no, I no, think you will today. like it. Yeah, I think you will, and it's funny. I like, do it. like there, it's kind of a goofy, like slapstick comedy too, because yeah. uh, Adam Levine is in it. Oh, okay, cool. And he <laughs> he always plays, you know, like the he either plays like the really sensitive dork or like the oh, the obnoxious guy. He's the obnoxious guy in this. Yeah, so <laughs> it's funny. there's this one part where the film nerd is like they're watching these people get murdered in the movie he's like oh he doesn't know what to do he'll leave us alone and then he gets like a knife thrown in him (laughs) (laughs) jokes like that cool it's funny cool don't worry he shows up again he didn't die
2: don't spoil anything (laughs) too late man uh I i really only got two quick things um i i got this weird itch so I went to Tradesmart last week and bought um, Pirates of the Caribbean 2 and 3, because mm-hmm. I really wanted to rewatch them for mm-hmm. some reason. And uh, so I watched through... I haven't quite finished through yet, but um, they are exactly how I remember them, um,
0: which was kind of disappointing, because like I was remembering good things about them. It's funny. I watched them recently, too, Yeah. and I forgot to mention them, but you like, oh, these are fun, and you're like, oh, it's okay. Oh, yeah. this is fun. Oh, it's okay.
2: Right. That's the thing. You is, have like, so much... I-, yeah. I remember all these awesome things about them, and then I forget, like... <sighs> how long <laughs> how long the like water wheel fight is and like i just i found myself like like i i played it while i was you know doing stuff at 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 my house um and i just found myself like busying myself with other things and distracting myself during some of the action scenes um but then there's just these fantastic hi the
0: moments is when he, he's playing the organ and stuff oh, so okay. cool. it's amazing oh, every every I love scene in those movies mm-hmm.
2: pretty much any scene with Kira Knightley in it is actually great. Yeah. Like, even her action scenes are the more fun action scenes. Mm -hmm. Like when she's running and the, the two pirates have the chest and like, they, um, I forget how it's, how it's orchestrated, but like, Oh, um, they come to get it from her, to get the chest from her. She gives it up and they like, they, they're about to get chased. And so Mm -hmm. they throw their swords up and she catches them both. Like there's just really great little scenes. And I think that's why those movies are frustrating because yes, Because there's so much good stuff in Mm -hmm. there, Um, but then there is like the the long section where, you know, uh, uh, Johnny Depp has got the thing tied to his back and there's fruit on the thing, and and you're just like, this is a waste of my time. Um, And I said
0: the same thing about On Stranger's Tide. The problem is, On on Stranger's Tide is still worse than these. Yeah, yeah, no. The the problem is, is Johnny Depp is great in the movies, but when you focus on him for too long, he's not the hero. He loses who he is. Yeah. And I think that's where those movies kind of went astray, and that's why you miss Knightley and Orlando Bloom because yeah. they had this connection right. throughout it and it, it
2: uh there's there's these little things that they add to it to try and make the story more grandiose mm-hmm. that is really actually detrimental, so yeah. like like at the beginning of two or of three. They go and they get, they're, they're gonna like gather together the pirate cap, the pirate lords again. And I was like, okay, cool. This seems cool. And then at one point somebody says, well, you yeah, know, we have to go get Jack cause Jack's, Jack's one of the pirate lords. And I was like, why the fuck is he one of Why would he be a pirate lord? Like, this is the guy that when we first met him was like riding a boat, like a, a, a little a galley boat. <laughs> into the sea, literally. Like, th- there's no, But his they, timing they respect was impeccable. him impeccable. Yes. No, I agree. But like, they respect him too much. They gave him a sympathy but, ship. Yeah, like all <laughs> these other pirates are big and badass and cool and like the they they make they make Jack into too much. Yeah. Um
1: well, but I, I think that's kind of the point is is they they kind of make him too much on purpose.
2: Sure. Um it just and, and that's not like my biggest gripe, but, like the if that's all they did, fine. It's really just that those action scenes get to be too over the top. Sure. Um sure. But, and I'm not, I'm getting to that point where it's, it's gonna start going downhill. Cause like, I love the final action sequence in the, in the Maelstrom. It, it does look it's stunning. It's gorgeous. Though, but there's also this whole plot with a giant hundred foot tall woman in that sequence oh, as well. Yeah. And you're just like, what the, fu- what is this? Why is it here? Um. He's just really frustrating. Gore uh, Verbinski, ladies and gentlemen. Gore yeah. Verbinski. I miss Gore. I like The whole time I was watching it, I'm like, man, what's he doing now?
0: <laughs> he um, made billions of dollars on the pirate movies. He's probably sleeping on a large pile of money. He's trying to figure out how to make. I'm, f- fingers crossed that he's
2: right in Rango 2.
0: Probably 500 million because
2: Lone Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Um. Yeah, and I think part of it is just I'm, I'm, I'm actually pretty genuinely excited about the next one. Like, you know, as I start hearing whispers. I think it's um, so
0: weird though, like, it's almost done filming, it doesn't come out for like another year and a half.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Um. A lot
0: of delays. Like, like the Resident Evil. Like, the new Resident Evil is gonna be done filming in like a month, and it doesn't come out till not next January, the following January. So it's like 2017. Well, it
2: won't be done, it won't be done early enough for them to dump it in 2016. So they have to wait so they can dump it in 2017. So, um yeah, I'm just, I don't know. They, they're they're fun. They're just not as good as they could have been. Um, so the other big thing but, and the last big thing, yeah. the one that I, I want us to end on is.
1: Oh, well, then I remembered I, one. Oh, okay, good, good. Go ahead, Randy. So um as many times as I had heard the opening to this podcast, and it, it was the one that I had totally skipped out on, was Monster Squad? Oh, I had yeah. watched that when it was like the twentieth anniversary. I bought it a while back. Yeah, it's the first time I actually opened it up and watched like the other disc, which was pretty interesting because there's you know documentaries and all that other sort of stuff on it, and you get to hear like everybody talking about the movie twenty five years later and and all that sort of stuff and uh, like some of the problems they had with the 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 sister the little like six year old girl,
0: mm-hmm.
1: well. Like the guy that was playing Frankenstein, and I can't, I won't remember. Tom Noonan. We'll go with that. (laughs) Tom Noonan, um, was talking about how, like, the two of them were almost always fighting with each other. Like, he would, he would do stuff that would apparently aggravate the little girl, and so she would mess with his scenes and stuff. Like, there's a, a, there's a scene in the movie where she's showing, um, He's got like a boa around her, and she's got a feather, and she intentionally puts it in front of his face in between the camera <laughs> to screw with him. And you see him while he's doing, and he's, oh, and he grabs it and pulls it down. Like you can watch it after you see it. Like, <laughs> They're clearly screwing with each other right here, and he's messing around with like a five year old girl who's messing around with him. But. I love that movie and it, it, it didn't even cross my mind when I originally watched it. It it was based on the universal the old universal yeah. monsters. Like I, I knew what they were but not then. Yeah. I mean to me it was just like oh that's cool. It's a Dracula and it's Frankenstein and but no, I watched that movie and uh like you you hear hear Andre and all the other people talking about their times and everything else and uh the kid Horace, mm-hmm. fat kid, how he died and everything when he was 22 and I'm all like I do not even know about that. Wait,
0: Horace is dead? Yeah. yeah. He died
1: from pneumonia. 96, 97 he died of yeah. pneumonia.
3: That is the most depressing thing I've heard today.
1: The name d- is Horace.
3: The oh, name is Horace. was my favorite character in Monster Squad. I,
1: but I, oh I love that movie and, and I remembered it when I was growing up and it was before I had my own collection but it was one of the few movies that I'd actually put a blank tape into the VCR and hit record, and I watched that thing until it just burned out. I love yeah, that movie so much. I love much. that movie, too. Yeah. So I'm sitting there going, well, I hear the Andre Gower fucking... Intro? Yeah, all the time. And I'm all like, a, why didn't really I remember nice that guy. one? And what's worse is I watched it, and I'm sitting there going, God, I wish that had been there when you guys were talking to him. That would have been a great time. <laughs> it was only me. In fact, I was that day I was really
0: nervous because... It was August 27th. Sin City, a dame to kill for episode. Yep. And my wife was due in three days. So I was really nervous being there because I was alone there because my wife got really uncomfortable watching movies. And so I sure. kept my phone out. I'm like, my wife's going to call me and I'm going to have to leave. Um, and also too, uh, the picture of me and him is probably the fattest I ever was. <laughs> and so when I see that picture now, I hate it. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, I hate oh. it. Hmm. Cause since, I mean, since that picture, I've lost now 62 pounds and a great power. Thanks. Yeah. So I just. Like, I hate that picture. Mm. I hate it. But he's a really nice guy. He told me the next time he's in town that to message him and he'll be on our show proper. Mm, so, nice. um, I love people like that, you know? Yeah. He's just a nice guy. And well, his assistant was nice. I just like, that whole experience was wonderful
1: there. Nice. Um, and there was a, there was a part in it that I, I got a little excited about because of course they were talking about how all these years later, that the popularity and the cult following, and and they started going out and doing conventions and stuff, and they started talking about, oh well, there was this thing at the Alamo Draft House, and but and I was like, really, they're going to talk about real nerds on a DVD? That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was the one in Texas. Yeah, I was like, oh,
0: yeah, I, I wish you would have mentioned me. I mean,
1: that would have been awesome. There's another horror
0: icon that told me next time he's on in Denver, he'll be on our show. I mean, we have the interview somewhere. <laughs> In case you ever want to know what it's like talking to Tony Todd. I do know what it's like. I met him in person myself. I know. We have him on the show. We uh, There's an interview with him.
1: Nice. Sup, uh, and I, so, you know uh, what? We should probably play sup, that interview right now. Stop, stop,
2: stop burning holes through my... Uh, no, I'm I'm sorry. I would love I'm to sorry. hear
1: that interview, actually. It's actually a, it's actually okay, a really okay. great interview. Okay. 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 Oh. Okay. I'm not, I'm is actually, it, James is there. Out. I'm not bragging. It was a pretty good no, interview. No, it's great.
2: It's great. It's great. And it's he's huge, too. He is God, he's a
1: big man. And, yeah. and compared to you, I mean, you're what, 5'10"? 5'9"? 5'9". Yeah, no, he is a big it, guy. I remember he shook my heat. hand
0: and it, it, like, enveloped my whole arm. I was like, shit.
1: It does. Shit.
0: <laughs> it's crazy. It was awesome. I, I asked him, because I brought my Night of the Living Dead DVD. I said, can nice. you please sign this? He's like, I'm signing it on the podcast. And he, like, was pressing really hard is awesome
1: <laughs> he's a great guy yep i had him sign all of my final destinations nice. my night of the living dead um my Candyman action figure like he signed everything i was like this is the greatest day ever
0: i know he's a nice guy yes he is
1: yeah so now if you'd like to end on your note good fucking
2: movie this week for the first time ever in my life i watched roadhouse
1: Yes. yes. Oh. Dalton. So good. Um
2: Fuck
4: yeah I'm gonna have a hard
2: time talking about this movie because honestly, it's like it's like remembering a dream because I don't understand how this movie exists, right? <laughs> um I don't like the whole time I just kept thinking like, how the fuck did this get made? Like, how is this a movie? So it's best not to ask questions. <laughs> Alright, so I'm gonna try to piece this spec together so if anybody hasn't seen Roadhouse <laughs>
0: Roadhouse.
2: What I'm going to say isn't going to make any damn sense but that's okay. Um, Because that's
0: kind of what the movie is. (laughs) Patrick Swayze plays a bouncer. A world
2: famous bouncer. Yeah.
0: Dude, do you see the bar he was in at the beginning? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, um, So this wealthy guy who's
2: Magically come into A lot of money And wants to clean up The shitty bar In his town Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Is it the titty twister Oh no that's from Dust till dawn (laughs) (laughs) Yeah Wrong one.
2: No this is The double
0: deuce
3: Roadhouse (laughs) 2 Dig up Patrick
0: Swayze And put him in Roadhouse 2 The (laughs) the Dust till dawn
1: I want that road till hard (laughs) Uh, I'll buy the blu-ray of that
2: (laughs) Unfortunately Patrick Swayze Would have to be a zombie I know I I said dig him up Oh okay I didn't hear that part Which
1: would be even better um, I'm sorry, yeah. Patrick Swayze, you're and a that very wasn't nice a, man. That wasn't a suggestion, so that was a request. the ghost of Dalton
0: comes to... Get it, the ghost? <laughs>
1: oh, the ghost, ah! All right. oh,
0: and, then, and then when he goes into the titty twister, he's like, Alright vampires, I have three rules. <laughs> One, take it outside. <laughs> Two, no fighting in the bar. And three, be nice. <laughs> I think those are the three so, rules. I think they are, I think. yeah. I think so...
2: Um, so Dalton is a, uh, a world-famous bouncer. Which guy who magically has a bunch of money wants oh, to on. clean up uh, the From D's. dust
0: Till Dawn, The Roadhouse Years, copyright Real Nerds Podcast. Ah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay.
2: um, so Dalton... who Remember- he's basically like an angel or something? Cause like he's he's like a homeless man who's got more money than he needs. Who just like he'll live wherever, man. Like he's he's like super kind of mm-hmm. hippie-ish. Oh, that's right. He, he goes to that farm. And he yeah, lives he goes lives with this. He lives on a farm with this old guy who's just like. Well, I, I I have to charge you something, but I won't charge you much because I want to like stay his, good with the church. He's kind of like his <laughs> oh, bouncer. Ba- right. It doesn't make right, any right. sense. He's, it makes no sense at all. I, mean, I figured
1: out he's kind of like, like his years, bouncer sensei. No, no, that's Sam Elliott. That's Sam Elliott. The guy he
3: lives in the barn with yes. is...
1: Just an old It's just an old
3: guy with a beard. Oh wait, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I've yeah. got to have something from my- yeah, now nah, mm. I'm remembering. Yeah. Okay. Who
2: then who then later on when everything gets burned down, he has to save him from his That's yeah. right. Doesn't That's he even right. have him do like some chores mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. the place? Yeah. Oh yeah. Without yeah, a shirt on it. Now boy, I want you to take your shirt off, work out in the field, let me watch. Let oh, remember me. he's also doing yoga nude. Yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and yes. yeah. Why does he do this? anyway, so, so I I don't understand this movie at all. So you don't understand it.
0: But did you but have a good time? It's kinda awesome! <laughs> yes, ain't it?
2: It's kinda awesome! So, uh, this town is like being overrun by, ah, uh, some dude who's just really rich and he's got like a, a bunch of big dudes who like to pick fights who work for him. And I guess maybe some of them sell drugs or something. I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but it's basically like some kind of organized crime in a small town in rural America. Um, and so he, he goes there and, uh, he he starts cleaning up the bar. He throws out the riffraff. Uh, some of the guys who work at the bar and are already bouncers. Are free he's like, drinks. yeah, if you're taking free, if you're taking free drinks, if you're bringing prostitutes in the bathroom, if you're selling drugs, he he fires them. So yep. he he already starts making some. He's enemies. like a
0: Christian bouncer. Yeah, right. something. Like, yeah,
2: yeah. Um. Well, he just doesn't want there to be. He wants to clean up the
0: bar. The blind. Uh. uh- Rock and roll guy.
2: Yeah, there's a blind guy who plays in the who plays in the band behind a cage. Uh, it kinda looks like the bar from that one Blues Brothers movie. The first you know? one? Yeah. Yeah yeah. Um and so uh he you know, he starts cleaning things up, he falls in love with Kelly Lynch, who is like the niece of the bad guy or mm-hmm. something like something that. Something like that.
3: Sure. Um, it was the eighties, the bad guys were always
0: related to the hot girl.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. Um so I, don't know. I thought she was I thought she was Red's family. Red was the guy that owned the hardware store.
0: Yeah, remember because they burned. Down, oh yes, because yeah. they burned down the hardware store. Well, then but I Swayze think got she got like in the red. But she is
2: she is related in some way to the I bad think, guy. No, no, no. Like I he, think I
1: think they were like sh- he wanted her or was yeah trying to date her or something. Oh, it's, oh, you're right. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, but ah. it was
2: like. But there's this whole thing where like he comes to her and like tries to warn her to make him to make Dalton leave because she ends up like. Trying to get Dalton to leave town when things go bad. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It, um, and so
0: it doesn't have to.
2: Then at some point he rips this guy's neck out. Yeah, so,
1: <laughs> throat. Let's Do you have any respect for McRuber now? It's the throat, uh, not the neck. The well, throat. yeah. Well,
2: he like so because they, they keep talking about like that one time that I I heard Dalton killed a man. Uh, and there's just some bad exposition about why he killed a man. Basically. Basically, Dalton was, like, messing around with some guy's wife, and she didn't tell him that she was married, and then, like, he comes to fight Dalton, and Dalton rips his throat out.
1: Uh, so, so it's so he like, almost went to
2: jail for it. So it's
1: kind of like the opener of Con Air, where it was it yes. was a, it was an accidental death, but a death nonetheless, and right. he got in trouble for it, no matter what.
0: Yes. And remember when he rips a dude's throat out and he throws him in the lake and he drags him across? He's like, "Fuck yeah Yes. It's
2: I want to be clear. though. Name. Con Air is a more coherent film,
1: at least than yeah. the
2: Roadhouse. But is it better? No.
4: Ah,
3: well, anyway. Um, <laughs>
2: Yeah, so then, oh, how does it end? Does he, he goes to the bad guy's house Remember and the then polar like, bear? Now the polar, polar bear. Yes! Uh, right, and then a polar bear falls on a guy, mm-hmm. which polar does polar bear make sense. fell on me. <laughs>
3: right. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so a polar bear, he goes Did to the bad guy's house. Did you see anything? House. I didn't see nothing. Did you see it? No. Did you see anything, Tanny? No. Polar I, bear fell on me. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I love that part.
2: I think the implication is that, like, Dalton inspires the men of the mm-hmm. town to rise up,
1: yeah, so
2: they all show up with their shotguns and shoot the bad guy a bunch, and then the cops show up and go, "What happened here?, uh-huh. and no one knows i it's insane, the movie's insane, mm-hmm. um, I can't believe it got made, mm-hmm. I can't believe it ha- oh oh and yeah, so Sam, and Sam Elliott show, eventually shows up in town.
1: Because um, the old wise bouncer from right. a strip club, bouncer, right? right. So and, like, and apparently more of a badass than Dalton, but nobody knows him.
2: Yeah, well, until he gets like beat up and then left on the thing and then stabbed to death. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Remember that's what sets Dalton
0: off. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's sets off the well, throat and, ripping. And, and,
2: well, so first they first they kill him, and then they go try to burn his house down and the house of the old mm-hmm, man, deal. right? And then he has to go save the girl before she gets killed. And then I think she still gets captured, which is why yep. he ends up going to the house yep. and beating the shit out of the old guy. And then he's like, he's at that point where like he could kill the guy, but he, d- but he oh, doesn't. Yeah. That's
0: right. They do like he holds his hand up, like he's going to yeah. rip his throat out. Like,
2: I'm going to yeah.
1: do it. And even doesn't. though he
2: already killed the guy, so like I don't understand. You know, well, he's, but whatever. He's he's redeemed himself. Yeah, he's like, you no, know, I'm Maybe. not going to do. It. Kelly Lynch told me not to do it, <laughs> so he doesn't. And then all the town she shoots does have him. Does a banging body it's in the movie a lot. Yeah. Yes it is. Uh there's a lot of nudity in it the is. movie. It is. I surprised it's how much amazing. nudity there. Is. Yeah. Well cuz like and it's not even just um it's not even just because Sam Elliott works at a strip club. It's also like like there's that one weird scene in the where the,
0: the bar where she's stripping? Well the
1: yes oh, the dance that scene.
2: But there's also the scene where like this there's this uh, early on I think the first time you go to the double deuce. There's this dude and this woman there and this dude like calls a couple other dudes over and he's like, "Hey, if uh if you give me like i don't know what it I think it's 20 bucks it's like you give me yeah. 20 bucks you can kiss her boobs
1: touch them oh that's right yeah. that's right and so
2: like he just starts like squeezing right and then and the guys finally and like he's, he's aren't giggling. you gonna aren't you gonna kiss him aren't you gonna kiss him and he goes he goes i can't and he goes what do you mean he goes i, can't. I don't have 20 boo t- or <laughs> 20 and then books. they start, <laughs> and then they like it, that's starts what starts brawl. this big fight and i'm like what the hell is this does that happen? Now, I don't go to a you lot of bars, was, but are there ever dudes who are just like, Roadhouse. <laughs> 20, 20 bucks, you can kiss your boobs. <laughs> Does that happen in the world? Because if so, like... It's Roadhouse. 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 I don't Roadhouse. get it. Roadhouse. I, get, I get it enough, I'm going to buy the thing. Fuck yeah, you I'm are. I'm going to buy Roadhouse, because oh, yeah. I might need to watch it again. Did you watch
3: it at all again with the commentary by Kevin Smith and Scott Moser? No. That is...
2: Is it good? Yes. Okay, all
3: yes. right. I mean, I'm gonna need to watch it a few more times. It's it's
2: their affection
3: life. for that movie is, I think even Infections. maybe even may might might be even greater than your affection for it, Ryan. Maybe
0: <laughs> I, just a little just, bit. It, uh, it's an insane movie. It I, is. I just I can't I can't believe that it exists. I know that's when I let you borrow. I didn't know how to, to tell you what it was. Right. Yeah, how I'm like could it's you? an action movie where a dude gets his throat ripped out, and it's about bouncers.
3: Right. A world famous bouncer.
0: Yeah, but there's also right. And you know what? Pain don't hurt.
2: Yeah, he's
3: and polar he's, bear.
0: He's the Alan Grant of bouncers. I thought <laughs> you'd be, I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> it's like Alan Grant because we have like John it's Hammond same show scene. up. It is. It's the same
2: <laughs> scene as when Hammond shows up to get Alan Grant at the beginning of
0: Jurassic Park. It's it's no exp- ex- spared No expense. He spared no expense to get yes. Dalton to the Double deuce <laughs> It you is know? the.
2: It is yes. It Jurassic, is Jurassic House. Park, <laughs> if instead of dinosaurs, there were just alcoholics.
1: <laughs> Spent right no expense <laughs> so yeah. so first off copyright real nice didn't you mention Jurassic the monster <laughs> truck oh my god oh yes <laughs> big monster the, truck yes
4: the monster truck sequence
2: so the bad guy his form of like Brutality That's on the town is to the like there's this, there's this car dealership and the owner he does like isn't paying his his you know dues it's, to the to the mob or whatever. So he gets a a monster track to come through, smash through the building, and roll over all of the guys' cars. Right. Meanwhile, the town is watching and cheering. I know,
1: right? <laughs> what? He t- takes out half the building, roll o- rolls over all of James. his cars. And everybody's like, you got insurance though, right? And, and then he's like, you know, pretty much expecting money. It's like, you just took like half of his life away right. from the Wait, why him didn't in you in like just take a car? Seconds.
0: Right. Take an automobile. Uh, James. Roadhouse.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Bonus points. Does anybody here remember the tagline for Roadhouse? God oh, no. no. First he did the dancing. Now it's going to get dirty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh
3: god. No. <laughs> Cuz nice. oh. this was immediately after dirty dancing. What wow. And the
1: the blind guy band is the Jeff Healey band. It's a real band. So you should look it up. Oh, he yeah? Died, he died years <laughs> ago, but it was it actually a real band. He like I, I don't know, I kinda liked his music when I heard it, but it's, it's because it's, that did, sort of did, blues quality to it. I think he
2: does all covers in the movie, pretty much.
1: Yeah. So sure. Well, pretty much the band does all covers too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's uh, really blind, which is really interesting. I but, love that. Oh my god. Every
2: good person in the movie already knows Dalton. I know. Like he meets somebody, like the guy who runs the, like that, the, the singer, when he meets the, the singer. He's yeah. Like, Hey Jeff, Doug, it's been a long time. No no. I, you know, uh, this, this is like that bar back in Illinois or whatever it is. Right, like, it's really weird because he it's has like, a what? history. So the
1: band goes around to the bars when they're shitty, and then right. he comes around and fixes them. How's that? And then move on. Out? I
2: don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but basically, any decent human being already knows Dalton.
1: Right. Yep. They've uh, heard of
0: Roadhouse. It. <laughs> <laughs> Roadhouse.
2: Anyway. That's, that's what I watched this nope. week.
0: Perfect ending. Uh, what's happening in the world of movies? This is real news. In other news, the
1: prime minister of Sweden visited Washington today, and my tiny little nipples went to France. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. I do the cha-cha like a sissy girl. I'm sorry, we seem to be having some technical difficulties.
2: We got a bunch of things, but I will run through some of them a little more quickly. uh Melissa Matheson uh, passed away this week who was the screenwriter
0: for e t oh. yeah so w- the thing that terrorized James's childhood yeah. Good riddance, lady. Oh, no, i kidding. Whoa,
4: <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa.
2: I'm just
0: kidding. Uh, she was married to Harrison Ford for a while, and they had yeah. two kids together. So. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's too bad. Um, and Harrison Ford can crash a, crash a plane and walk away. Yeah. Oh, this uh, was sad.
2: Fred Thompson also passed away this week, Yeah. Uh,
0: which we talk about
2: because he was an actor and not just oh college. the ARP guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the guy who does the commercials. For- <laughs> yeah. 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 That actor from the ARP commercials. He was in Die Hard too, and he was. No, he was in
0: tons of shit. I just yeah. Oh awesome. yeah yeah. He.
3: No, he. Was- I was funny. I said about him like he was one of those cool character actors. Like when you yeah. saw him, you knew instantly who he mm-hmm. was. Like he's identifiable. Like. I don't know. 20 years from now, we'll see who our recognizable guys are from this generation, but for the, the Rock. 80s. <laughs> the, Rock. <laughs> the Rock. But for this generation, it's got to be, Fred Thompson's got to be on the list of one of those like recognizable action movie guys. And he was also on Law and Order for years.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 He was always no, really was fun. very
3: accomplished.
2: Yeah. It's too bad. Um We also got some cool trailers this week. Um, let's see, what's to start with? We got a, we got a trailer for the Warcraft movie. I can't, I think,
0: I, that's so weird to me because they've been talking about it for so long. I know. That it showed up. What did you think about? It? I don't like World of Warcraft. Yeah. It's- so I'm, I'm
2: a big Warcraft fan. Um, I, uh, I think it's cool there. I don't necessarily agree with all the things that they're doing to market the film so far. I think right, like what they're doing right now is very, this is a fan trailer. So like this is the thing you show at BlizzCon, which is where they
0: launched it. Oh, sure. Like I select, I'm like, uh, it looks okay. I mean,
2: yeah. So this is the one where like you want to show enough evidence that like, hey, we are going to, we're gonna make you, we're not gonna like pick it looks a side.
0: Like, it looks expensive as fuck.
2: Oh yeah. Um, and you know the the special thing here is that you you're gonna have orcs and humans, and you're not gonna necessarily have
0: like it's not one sided. Um, so you've got, I got it's like an orc fighting other orcs to protect his homeland. So
2: that's the thing that shouldn't be in the trailer. Mm. So they should just pitch this movie as orcs have this one reason why they're moving into Earth and humans are already there and they're going to fight because it's just a territorial thing, Mm. right? That's the way they should pitch the movie. They shouldn't tell you anything about, like, People pairing up or infighting with the in the orcs and any of that stuff, like the just, character designs are badass, oh yeah, I mean, I, I think the movie's pretty gorgeous um the c g like there's definitely a couple of little shots where I'm like oh man i
0: yeah, they can't I mean, make a movie like that without it, so
2: yeah, um, so we'll see uh i I'm certainly interested, but hey hey don't don't put your finger in the power no not not in the electricity, good job, good job, way to not die. Good what about time.
1: me? can I do it? can I put my
2: finger in the electricity? <sighs> yeah, radio I don't give All it. right, cool. um so we also got well, all right so we got a trailer for London has fallen which yes, I just want to yes, talk yes, about yes, yes.
1: because okay, what? London do you remember
2: Olympus has fallen right that yeah, one so they're making the a sequel
1: crappy one after it. Uh, yeah,
2: so this was the better of the, of the three Die Hard movies that year. This was the best one. <laughs> okay. Um, and I think this looks awesome. I'm really excited for London his Fall. This time, there's a dude and he's blowing up all kinds of cities, but, but Aaron Eckhart's in London, and all of the other world leaders are in London, and, uh, dude who's kinda like, uh, McLean is gonna have to save a bunch of world leaders.
0: Ooh. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that guy. Remember well, yeah, Ashley the- Judd was in it for like five minutes, the first one. Oh yeah, right before she fell off the cliff. Yeah, yep, that was too bad. <laughs> i was still hoping that she was like behind the plot, that like the terrorist plot. Maybe and... she's behind this one. Maybe she. Oh, <laughs> that would be
3: great. Yeah, it's, very sweet. <laughs> it's gonna be the new Fast and Furious series. I can already feel it.
0: <sighs> Just watch. I don't remember very much from Olympus Fallen. I remember it was fun. Yeah, it's a fun movie. It's yeah. a it's a good Die Hard movie. Yeah. Um,
1: the Jamie Foxx version made me laugh. Yeah, that movie's the not not good. That Channing, I don't like one, that one. Yeah. It, yeah, I laughed a lot. And yes, about it. Like, it was, I, yeah, I couldn't believe that it had come out not only so soon after the first one, but it was exactly the same movie with a black president. Quote yeah, quote.
2: Uh, no, well, you don't have to put quotes not on quotes, it. He's actually black. He's exactly uh, black. Yeah, well, and he yeah, was the
1: president <laughs> <laughs> instead of uh, African American. <laughs> I'm not politically uh, so, correct. I'm from West Virginia. It didn't work that way.
2: <laughs> uh, Zach, as the person who has sort of usurped me as the Michael Bay aficionado of the podcast, <laughs> oh, oh. <fuck. laughs> I'm going to pass that honorary title over uh, to you. God damn uh, it. <laughs> we got a trailer for uh, 13 Hours, which is his Benghazi yeah. movie.
0: Um, John Krasinski. I like it. I think this is going to be good. Is that the first time you saw? I saw it a while yeah. ago. It's, no, I it's, hadn't seen
2: it before.
3: It is a military movie in January. Yeah, I can definitely say about it. <laughs> um, it actually looks pretty fun.
0: But I think it he, does look fun where Americans are going to get killed.
3: No, no. I mean, like, <laughs> I would for say a no Michael on Bay that. movie, fun like oh gosh, I'm falling down. A well, hole. no, he could
0: direct action for yeah. sure.
3: Yeah, it, it looks like yeah. a good action movie. It looks like a you know solid like. It, January's become the military month I guess yeah, cuz American yeah. Sniper and uh Lone Survivor came out the year before that and
0: Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, they, Dark Thirty. they do those like limited releases? And then they put them out for cuz we're in Denver. Yeah. Like I don't the think Revenant anybody's doing a Revenant this year. I mean,
3: is anybody going to do a limited release for the Michael Bay movie though? That's I, my question. Yeah, no,
0: probably no, not. not. This will be more like Alone Survivor.
3: But you know what? I I I have learned that when it is not involving robots that say are you Sam Witwicky? I'm totally down to watch what Michael Bay has to offer. <laughs>
2: I'm even down for the Sam Witwicky stuff.
3: I am. Too. I was down for the last Sam Witwicky stuff. Um, uh,
2: I'm
3: not.
0: Transformers I... <laughs> are shitty movies.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, of course uh... they
0: are, but... Right. I think my favorite one is one that people hate the most. It's the third one. Uh, no, my I, I, I hate the, the second fourth one, one the oh, my favorite one the fourth one. one, one yeah, that's just because I mean,
3: it has Marky Mark doing I things. I guess
0: it's because they're all horrible. Yeah. I just like this... Third one because uh, there's a head rip fatality in it at the end.
3: <laughs> oh, when he tears the head off! Yeah. The, f- oh. the
2: first one is the most coherent. The fourth one is the most incoherent.
0: uh yeah, The, the fourth fourth second one's one awful. is the
2: most racist. Uh, the third
0: one is is oh the third one has crazy. the fight on Cybertron though right? The third one is yes. the most oh, yeah. yeah that one's pretty cool
2: yeah the f- the first one the third one's got like the whole space sequence at the beginning yeah. and like yeah the third the third one's pretty I good. might
0: buy that one I do yeah. like that one Wait, yeah so, check that movie
1: out. so the is the third one the one with Tony Todd? Is the voice of, or is that the second one? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. The ancient. Oh, uh, that's the second. The one. fallen. That's the second one. It,
2: yeah, that's the second one. That's the worst one.
3: By the way, the fact that I know that means you can just go ahead and kill me after the Spectre review. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so, um, very last trailer I want to talk about is we we got we got footage for this TV show that's never going to air called Preacher.
1: Oh, oh I, saw, I that. saw that. You
0: know, I stopped. I. Always record the Walking Dead, and yeah. I fast forward through the commercials. But when that came on,
2: I watched <laughs> it. What? So this thing buries the leads so much. Yeah. Like this is basically a trailer for like, what if there's a preacher in Texas who's kind of an asshole and really beats people up a lot?
1: Yeah. That's not, that's not what preacher that is. Everybody right the same thing. <laughs>
0: like, but it's still I. It's it's me, all there. I think it's pretty cool. Like the. I thought it was a pretty good trailer though to get people yeah. excited. Yeah. I
2: think to sell it to a mainstream audience, yeah. like you have to do that. I think to to sell you sell it to a
0: mainstream audience that has never read the book. Yeah, absolutely. And seeing Dominic Cooper, I'm like, yeah, he yeah. I I get that vibe from I him. I think there's
2: something great about casting a British actor to play Jesse Custer considering that you know it's written by a british guy yeah. like like preacher is like a this a british writer's love story to uh, or love letter to western fel- western you know right. culture um and so uh I, like, I i i like that part um i don't like the casting of tulip uh it's that woman from from agents of shield who i don't think has ever been very good um and and she just she's not tulip to me um there is like you get little bits of um oh shit,
1: uh little bits of shit that's not- no, 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 no no the <laughs> no. uh the <laughs> no, 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 no. uh the the
2: the vampire what's his name Randy help me um anyway, More specific the vampire in preacher
1: I um, have no idea I've never read preacher, oh
2: dude, you gotta read preacher I'd rather not uh no, it's great it's no I'd great. rather not
1: it's great no, and I for
2: don't. me, I'm the guy who doesn't like horror movies and like it's really weird that I like preacher as much as I do <laughs> um but uh. Like, in the, in the little, in the quick things, if, if you slow down the trailer, you see little bits of, of the stuff that's actually gonna happen in that show.
1: Um. Like, it's potential, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's. I'd like, like to see it yeah. do something, yeah.
2: The, there's a beer, uh, One thing I noticed, uh, this is really detailed, but one of the beer bottles that's on the counter has got the original art from the, from the comic book on it, it for the Saint Killers. Oh, like, right. In silhouette on the beer bottle, nice. so I thought that was cool. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm a little bit trepidatious because I don't agree with all of the casting but I will of course be there. Like I I want to I want to see this actually happen because I still don't believe anyone's going to do this on television. Um, well, cuz
1: there's no way they could do the exact storyline.
2: Right. So that's right. that's kind of my point is like even if it even if it does air, which I'm still like curious about.
0: I mean it's, it isn't me like they already shot the whole first season.
2: Yeah, like it's going to come or out. It's, it's My gonna question is going to be light like
1: is what it's going to be. Yeah,
2: like how much is it going to If a man gets his face skinned off and then nailed back to his head upside down, then I will I will say 100% that I mean, they that they made preacher on television. The,
0: the last Walking Dead they showed someone getting their entrails ripped out. Yeah, I, literally with I, intestines and stuff. I know
2: so. that they can go all the way. I just also know that like
0: on AMC, ah. you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Enjoy yeah. it, James. I, don't it's don't be don't be that guy on the internet. I'm hoping you can I'm, finally I'm say hoping. that this actually exists. I just can't believe it. I just can't believe this is I, happening. I I told you last week when I was watching Ash vs. Evil Dead, I could not believe I was watching a TV show on stars. Exactly with Bruce Campbell as Ash again. That's I could, the way it feels. honestly could not believe I was watching that. Oh, that, yeah. that pilot was, it was amazing. So good. Oh, yeah. So good.
2: I mean, there is a shot. One of the things you see is there's a shot of, uh, of the, of the guy who's a vampire. He's the guy who's like beating people up on the airplane. I can't, I can't believe I can't remember his name. Um, Cassidy. Uh, so there's a shot of Cassidy and he's sitting like on a front porch and his left arm is in the sun and on fire. But you see it so quickly that most audiences didn't understand what they right. saw. Um, so most people didn't realize that there's anything like crazy supernatural going on in the show. Um, but anyway, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. Yep. So, All right. Into, uh, real news, like real, real news. Um, JJ Abrams showed Star Wars, The Force Awakens to a guy who's going to die in a couple months. So good for him. Yep. I don't know if All you saw nice. about that whole thing. Well, yeah, but Mark
0: Hamill been, and, uh... Oh, everybody. Got behind it and still, so it was good. What was the... It's like the fanboys. Thank you. Yes, uh, it's exactly... Didn't they exactly. That was exactly exactly. the same
1: storyline, right? Uh Uh-huh. It's good. Which is awesome. They
0: they did that with the Avengers, too. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. brought it to somebody. Yeah. They should. In fact, I was listening to Hollywood Babylon, and... Every time I hear something that Robert Downey Jr. does that is really, like, nice, I, like, I get welled up. I there's, was... there's this little boy who had, has, uh, cystic fibrosis and he relates to Iron Man because he also has a hole in his chest. Oh. And, uh, the, his mother put on Instagram on Robert Downey Jr.'s Instagram saying, Hey, do you mind just saying hi to my son, Daniel? You know, a kid, uh, at his school told him everybody with cystic fibrosis dies. And oh. so Robert Downey Jr uh sent this message and said, Hey, and have your people contact my people because you're my date for civil war. And no, so right. he's taken this little boy to see Civil War Aww. with him. Oh,
4: oh,
0: I forget what he God. said about what he was doing to the about the bullying. Yeah. It was really sweet. Ah, and uh That's really good. That and they awesome. and he doesn't even call him Robert Downey Jr. he calls him Mr. Stark. <laughs> that's really cute. Oh that's so dope. And they you know, I, I love hearing stories like that. You yeah. should you should if you are in that position, yeah. you should be like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I always get welled up when I hear stuff like that. Be a really Junior. Don't it's be really a Kardashian. Yeah, don't be. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, they are. They're trying to move forward with the sequels to the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, only they're going to do it without Rooney Mara, Daniel Craig, or David Fincher, which are all the things I liked about.
0: I don't know. So theater. just like
3: Preacher, it's never going to happen. But
0: they're going <laughs> uh, to they're, they're, they're targeting that Alicia Vikander as. <laughs> Yeah, Elizabeth and I. That I love work. her. Yeah. I like her a lot. Yeah, she'd be good. I, she's amazing. I, yeah. I still love Ex Machina. I've watched that three times. It's, I'd want uh, them to yeah, at man. least
3: bring one of those three back, though. Like one of the three.
2: Yeah, I mean, you've you've, sure. you've you've got to at least at the very least, what you have to do is you have to find a director who's going to who's going to try to Sam keep Mendes. the. Uh, <laughs> sure, you've got to try to find somebody who's going to try to keep that same style so that they actually right. match. Because you're you're gonna it's gonna be really hard to pull the wool over everyone's eyes here. Mm-hmm. you know without just like rebooting the movies um so anyway i i want to see more of them mm-hmm. i'm not going to read the books cuz i ain't got time <laughs> so like make some movies <laughs> right? Say that make uh, movies yeah um twin peaks is going to get pushed back to 2017 mm-hmm. which means Ooh. it also won't get aired uh-huh. um and i think the very last thing too bad that Brad's not here for this one uh, Star Trek is going to come back to TV.
0: I know. He didn't believe that that was real. He's posting, this isn't real. Uh, it's
2: 100% real. Mm. Um, Unlike with Preacher, where there's no <laughs> reason why a studio should invest in it, because Preacher is a thing that most human beings shouldn't watch or consume, and right. that most people will be offended by. Uh, Star Trek is a thing that has been making a lot of money for Paramount a long time. For years. Um, it's And it's was years, extremely, man. extremely successful on television when it was. Uh, up until Enterprise. Um, and so it, it, it's only been a matter of time. Ever since JJ Abrams rebooted it, it has been simply oh, yeah, a question yeah. of like, when is when? it gonna come back and what'll it look like? Um, there's a lot of like, interesting questions. I would love to like, sit down and talk to Alex Kurtzman and find out what the hell has happened between him and, and Bob Orsi. Um, ho- my hope is that they're still friends. They're just working on separate projects. Um, it's just interesting that one of them is involved. I, I would expect at least, roberto orsi to be like a producer on this show um but either way um alex kurtzman is is sort of heading it up and he went and got uh shoot who is it that's the showrunner um oh it's that woman who just did that show that i don't think i care about anyway (laughs) um (laughs) i i wasn't super thrilled about it but i i honestly don't care i want someone to I think that there will be enough push that whatever they put on television will probably be decent enough that I'll watch it. Yeah, which is not like the most like uproarious support, but uh, still, I'm, I'm excited to. As long as they try to make it like old Star Trek, where every episode is here's a here's one little fun science fictiony episode, um, I would love for them to eventually get back to where like next gen was, where. There were fans and amateur writers writing in, like, spec scripts for that show. Um, that's what I'd love for the show to eventually be, but I know there's, there's gonna be so much money behind it that that's gonna be tough. Um, either way, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it for sure. So,
0: that is news. Cool. Um, because next week, in the box office, nothing's coming out, yep. uh, we'll just skip it because I'm sure James Bond will win again. Yep. Um, Randy, do you have a comic book for us this week?
4: hey
3: man
1: read this i told you i don't like horror comics
3: think of it more as a survival manual there's a number on the back and pray you never need to call us we're dedicated to a higher purpose we're fighters for truth justice and the american
4: way
1: Kind of, sort of, but not. Okay. Um, if you don't, I have one. Well, how about... So, what I wanted to do is just mention one, and then... Uh, because I don't like to tell anybody about stuff that I haven't read yet, and I haven't read this yet, because I haven't picked it up yet, but it came out on Wednesday. It was James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's written by Warren Ellis. Yeah. Oh. Um. That's, that's why I'm like, well... Weird. The I'm cover's pretty badass. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. So... Like I haven't gotten my copy yet, but like Warren Ellis is enough for me to go. You need to read this. You you got to go get it. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I that's I, really I feel like
2: his take on Bond would be pretty. uh
1: I think it would too. Huh. I think it really would too. So, cool. So, yeah, pick up James yeah. Bond. Yeah. Cool. While well, you can. <laughs>
0: right. right. Yeah. Since, is
1: that IDW? Uh, or was it Dark Horse? Uh, no. I, no, it had to have been id I don't think I, Dark Horse would the Yeah,
0: that means that the hardcover will be beautiful. <laughs>
1: <Yeah. Whoa. laughs>
0: cool. Um, what have we, oh, releases! Yeah. This was coming out on Blu-ray. Ignition sequence. Started.
4: Whoa! DVDs. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: as previously mentioned terminator genesis is coming out this week that's right so now's your chance any, if you didn't see it in theater any good yeah any good yes yes it is definitely any good um it is not as good as the version of terminator salvation that that plays in my head But it's better than the version of Terminator Salvation that played in the AMC when I saw it. Okay, Uh, I'll
3: have to check it out. I regret (laughs) I regret not seeing a Terminator movie in a theater. Like I try to go to all of them, but
2: of the of the two like sequels to '90s franchises that we saw this year, it was my favorite. Okay, by comparison to Jurassic World.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, If I had my, it's funny my. (laughs) I think the first Terminator is better than the second one where everyone loves the second one more. Um, so I go T1, T2, then Genesis, then three, and then salvation. So So I would go um, T1,
2: I would go T2, T3, Genesis, salvation, T1, salvation.
0: Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, I think that actually they made a mistake revealing the John Connor thing.
1: Yes, agreed. because
0: it kind of takes the momentum out of the last third of the movie. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah,
1: huh? I, I unfortunately. Yeah. And do. you haven't seen it either. No, no. But, but I will seen, be getting seen, the Blu-ray. Yeah. Have you, the, <laughs>
0: have you seen the Have you seen the trailer for it?
1: I have. So That's they dependent. they it kind of it spoil let you, the fuck out of it. Yeah. I wish they. I understand. I understand have. why
0: they did it because fans of it are like, holy fuck! You know, John Connor. Yeah. But then it kind of took away from the last third of the movie. Yeah, which is a bummer.
2: I don't I don't think it sold as many tickets as they were hoping it would like that no. that revealing that thing I mean mm-hmm. um I think that their their hope was hey if we really show yeah, you crazy crazy's going on cuz it was I mean we even did it on the podcast like we talked about how that movie looked kind of lame and then they showed that trailer and I remember we we sat yeah. here and played it on the on the podcast and we were like holy shit like all of a sudden they were really turning everything on its head and I um, as
0: I read a whole article about um trailers spoiling things Mm -hmm. on purpose because it was an entertainment weekly because they said they have to market movies differently now because Mm -hmm. everybody has so much access to them yeah but i'd also disagree with them because star wars is giving you just a little Uh and it's just very little i mean i know it's a huge brand but at the same time like when that trailer started today i was like fuck yeah yeah because it's amazing
2: yeah it's like the shots in that trailer are clearly out of order. There's very little dialogue. Like they, they're like, doing everything over dying. Who knows? Who knows? You'll never know until it happens I know. in the movie. It's
1: awesome. Yep. Well, it's so great. you want to know the best part of that trailer? What? That's the first time I got to see it. Oh, really? Yeah. So I had absolutely no desire whatsoever to watch this movie. Really? Now I do. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm like, okay, this looks like it's going to be pretty awesome because the first, uh, the first little trailer they put out. I was like, all right, it's, you know, it's got Harrison Ford in it. (laughs) Woohoo. Well, he's like 90 and he's still doing stuff. I think with that is they didn't have anything done. Yeah. Because, oh yeah, I know. I was
0: reading an interview with Abrams and he said he's barely going to get this film done. Yeah. Barely.
1: (laughs) And I think they just wanted to give people something to look at, which is what it was. And it still sparked a whole lot from a lot of fans. But we, until I saw this one today, I was all like, yeah, I could, I could let it pass by and I'd be okay. Cause I own four, five, six, and one. Because I love. Oh Earth yes,
2: the, yes, the best of the prequels. Uh huh. Nope. <laughs>
1: Um, I, I like you, Randy. Right, yeah. I like you too, James. Thanks. Um, so yeah, I, this one I'll watch, and hell, it might even be worth buying. So I don't know. It, it will be. It, it will might be. be a steel book Blu-ray in my future again. Yeah, there you go. Be, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the dark side. Um, uh, thank you.
2: <laughs> uh, there's there's some nefarious things I could start saying. Anyway, um, Trainwreck. Amy Schumer's Trainwreck, Trainwreck is coming out this movie? week. Uh, yeah, that was fun. People should check that out. Mr. Holmes, the Ian McKellen movie. I want to see that one. one I've of my, heard really good
3: things. One of my top ten films of the year thus far. Really? Yes. Cool.
2: Yeah, I'm going to have to make sure I check it out before the end of the year. Um, Selfless with Ben Kingsley and Ryan Reynolds. I will not check that out before the end of the year. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's like that's straight to the Unless EA my thing.
0: wife makes me watch it, but I'm hoping she doesn't know it exists. <laughs> uh, Eric Clapton, uh, Slow-Handed 70,
2: which is it's a you know live nice. collection thingy of his. Um, so that might be cool uh justice thing unlimited the complete series is coming out this week so I don't why the fuck haven't they put batman
0: the animated series on blu-ray i don't know
2: it, it's bullshit when it happens it better be like <laughs> better the, be the awesome. whole thing in order um with like badass commentaries
1: yep uh, i agree at
2: the very least the whole and thing And will only in order. be like
1: 450 dollars. i'll
2: pay it i don't care and you're crazy no, no. i no that show I, is awesome i like
1: batman I don't like him $450 worth. It won't be I 450 only bucks. like... Yeah, it I mean, win. well, I know, but... It'll be 150 We're Right, but see, still... And I'll get it on
0: Amazon for $79.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the thing that I've been waiting for, though. I've been talking about this and talking about this for literally years. Mud? Oh, wait. Waiting
0: for... <laughs> 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 I don't like you anymore, Randy. Andy, Randy <laughs> listens to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Bad Boys 1 and 2
2: is coming out on Blu-ray this week. Woo! Uh, so you can now watch Bad Boys 2 in high definition. Mm. This is a, a a watermark in the history of the 20th anniversary Ray. edition. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm really excited mm. to watch sure. that movie. Why not? I'm actually, no, let me take that back. I'm not excited to watch the movie. I might not watch it. I'm just excited to own it. <laughs> I just It's a thing I need to have. No one will take uh, it away from you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, season 1 of Better Call Saul is out this week. Oh. Um the uh ironically the 1916 Sherlock Holmes uh is coming out on Blu-ray this week. I don't know what this is though.
1: These it's are old like...
3: old 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 ass serials. I okay, believe cool. that's what
1: 1916 was referencing.
3: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> these uh, are these are like before Basil Rathbone and Nigel Bruce were mm. Holmes and Watson.
0: Oh wow. That probably yeah. be at 20 frames per second. Yes, <laughs> five five, exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Uh, Nicholas Cage is next. Straight to DVD movie. Pay the Ghost. Who? What? Where? <laughs> <laughs> the tagline is "Evil walks among us" because mm-hmm. they stole that from any other movie uh, that was- <laughs> they've ever made. Um, this is a movie where he stares at the camera in a pea coat with a flashlight and wonders, "What the fuck am I doing in this movie?" Have you Just seen my copy
3: it? of Raising Arizona? I can't <laughs> find it.
2: <laughs> 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 oh man, Forbidden Zone. Uh, this just looks weird. I don't know what this is. Oh, uh, it's an Oingo Boingo thing. Oh, oh, it is. It's Oingo Boingo. Okay, never mind. Moving on. Thank you. Uh huh. Uh, there's a bunch of Clint Eastwood this week as the well.
3: Eager
0: sanction. <laughs> the Eager
2: sanction is you <laughs> can read all about
0: Clint Eastwood on realnertspodcast dot com. You can. Zach Eastman has written many articles about Eastman, and it's not Eastwood. finished yet. There's yep. still 35 films
2: to go, including <laughs> 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 the Eager sa- sanction. I own on VHS. Coogan's Bluff. I own on VHS. <laughs> and The Beguile,
3: Which is the one that James mm, would love the most. Know. Really? Because it is about J- – uh, Clint Eastwood plays a guy who gets stuck in a house for, full of southern uh, – it's a southern women's convent. Okay. And he's the only guy in there. Yeah. And he starts playing mind tricks with these ladies and these bitches decide to get all crazy up in his ass. Alright,
2: I'm I'm in. I don't know why I described it that way. <laughs> I don't either, but it was good. Um Queen of Blood is the only like crazy horror movie that I see this week. Uh which seems kind of cool. I like this cover. Um but it's not by There is this
0: I I only have one hammer film and it's Frankenstein created woman and it's it's good. Um but there is this one that just came out on Blu-ray, it's called Taste the Blood of Dracula. That <laughs> I really want to get because of the name Alone. Yeah. I have no idea what it's about. I know it's Christopher Lee as Dracula, but I just love the fucking name. There's a there's a bunch of four-packs
3: like that. That must be one of the titles I've seen somewhere oh, for I'm Universal. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure.
2: Zach, this one's you.
3: Passage to Marseille will be released on Blu-ray, finally. Um, this is the unofficial sequel to Casablanca. Oh. Because they were trying to recapture the success of Casablanca. They couldn't really do it because... Nobody um. can recapture the success of Casablanca. <laughs> right. Um but they got uh Claude Rains, Humphrey Bogart, Ooh. Peter Lorre, and Sidney Greenstreet in the movie, and it's I'd watch it. It's not the same plot, but it's 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 their camaraderie is the selling
0: point. Claude Rains is a great actor. Oh gosh, he is. The Invisible Man. I think he's amazing in Invisible Man. Yes. That is that he's, is one of his best he is performances. The most horrific of the Universal Monsters. Mm-hmm. Mm. He murders, I think, a hundred people in that film. He he flat and he does it without any remorse whatsoever? Yeah, he derails a whole fucking train. Yeah,
3: and he—I love it. He's like, "Well, goodbye, Kent. I yeah. always said you were a squirrely little worm.
0: No good rotten worm is well." Man again. That's, that's my favorite.
3: That's my f- up top, buddy. <laughs> up top,
0: that is. That uh, is fucking... Well, maybe it's bright. I don't know. I love them all. Oh, they're. Well, I like Invisible Man. I'm, yeah, I'm Invisible Man. Them. I think because it's so dark.
2: Yeah. yeah. Very last thing for the week is Alvin and the Chipmunks: Alvin's Wild Adventures, which is a in no way related to the main Alvin and the Chipmunks movie, Alvin and the Chipmunks movie, that's, like, a super cheap CG animation. Oh. Um, like I love the Alvin and Chipmunks
0: when they're, you know, the Sunday Saturday morning cartoon.
2: Yeah. I, Wait, uh, this I is not that. Watch uh,
0: this cause is, here we come.
2: This actually just while looks while
0: like... we back in style.
2: <laughs> this actually just <laughs> looks like he's a kid, but with, like, some hair on his nose. <laughs> See? Yeah, you know, that's been played on the it's Real Nerds cool. podcast recently. It has. Yeah. <laughs> Every chip- probably playing right now. <laughs> Every chipmunk down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot. That's what it looks <laughs> it like. It does look like that. It, it looks like, look a like a Who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how this is possible. Uh, maybe they get away
0: with it because they added extra ends to the name Alvin. You know, my most cherished stuffed animal when I was a kid was an Alvin. Yeah? Yeah. He, is it being by he was my favorite. He was your favorite, like... I
3: you didn't like Simon or Theodore at all?
0: No, I did, but he, as a stuffed animal, I had an Alvin and I <laughs> loved it. Awesome. He went everywhere with me. I had a Winnie the Pooh.
2: This the studio. Oh Father. Oh, father. <laughs> the studio name here is Bangdasarian.
3: Bagdasarian. The Bagdasarian is the um company that owns Alvin and the Chipmunks, oh, okay. yeah, okay, so. right Oh, Bagdasarian. yes. Okay, good. It's technically official.
2: Okay. I figured it had to be. It's on Amazon. But <laughs> <laughs> No, it's
3: the Hindi version. I'm sorry. My bad. It might have been. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was
2: on (laughs) Amazon.in. Anyway, that is what's coming up this week. Cool.
0: Uh, This week, we saw two movies. Uh, You guys are going to have to hang tight, because this week, me and James went and saw The Peanuts Movie. James, should people see The Peanuts Movie?
2: Yes, 100%. It's a great movie.
0: I agree with James. This movie is super charming. The animation is Unbelievable. Um, and
2: the the story that they tell is just a really heartwarming, wonderful story that I think is told in a way that kids would be entertained by.
0: Yep, and here is the wonderful trailer for the Peanuts movie.
3: Hey, Kay! Look, there's a new kid moving in. I just hope this new kid has never heard of me. It's not often you get the opportunity to start over with a clean slate. This time, things will be different. Ah! Oh! He did it! Uh.
4: This November,
3: I'm going to change who I am and become a winner. Wow.
4: Find the courage.
3: If there's one person you want by your side at a moment like this, it's your loyal dog. No dog! Uh. If you really want to impress people, you need to show them you're a winner. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. what, Got money on my mind. Of course, when I say you, you know I don't mean you personally.
4: 20th Century Fox presents...
3: Step 1. Forget everything you ever knew about yourself. Charlie Brown is not a quitter. Are you serious?
4: Schroeder... Sally. Yeehaw! Linus, Hey Charlie Brown. Peppermint Patty. Two. No three. Big Ben. Lucy. You blockhead. Snoopy. And Charlie Brown.
3: The new kid is coming. She is pretty. She's not that pretty. <gasps> she looked at me.
4: <gasps> From the imagination of Charles Schultz. My naturally curly hair! Comes the incredible story. Now
2: there's a guy who's going
4: places. Of an underdog and his dog.
3: Snoopy, what would I do without a friend like you? I can't believe I'm about to talk to the new girl.
1: What are you looking at, big brother? Uh, Are you crazy? Hey, I want to see
4: the peanuts movie. (laughs)
0: so in the peanuts movie is literally the story of charlie brown and his gosh darn it charlie brown luck and he falls in love with the little redhead headed girl the new girl in the class who by the way is never given a real name because charlie brown is too uh, scared to meet her (laughs) so uh so the first half of the film is charlie brown trying to get over his loser image and so he's playing uh you know baseball in the snow and he's trying to fly a kite in the winter and it's seriously the cutest little opening ever yeah. and what sells it is i i'm not a big fan of blue sky and yeah. so there is one bad thing about this movie oh, gosh, and, it's so bad and the scat little fucking cartoon before scratch scratch or whatever the scat, scat shit, we should call shit, him the, scat was, yeah. um cartoon before this is how stupid it is so of course he has an acorn and he's trying to, you know, eat it, I guess. And he gets into a uh, s- UFO, and he f- goes into space and creates the Big Bang. But he's already on Earth. Weird. And then it just ends. You, I mean, it does. Could, it just sort
3: of ends. You were talking about how Minions was the ruin of no, children. No, that's, that's me. No, no, yeah, I was, pointing, I was directing oh, my okay, eyes at sorry. you. That sounds like the destruction of children for
0: me. Right Anyways, back it's, to the, it's basically the Minions. Was back right. to the good thing. So... The animation in this movie is so amazing, because what they did is they took a 3D animation movie, which will sell to kids, but they did it in the style of Charles Schultz, mm-hmm. so it, it it's stunning. It is a it, stunning film.
2: It reminds me of, like, um, when they made the first Spider-Man movie, and they specifically animated that Spider-Man to, to constantly fall into the most iconic Spider-Man poses. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right, the same right, right. thing is true here. Yeah, so. It's like there's, it's a CG, like everything is C, uh, 3D animated, but there are um, a lot of things have like a black outline as if they're drawn. Oh, at any one right, time,
0: right, like on a 2D plane, constantly.
2: Yes, and then they, and then they fall into those same, um, those same hand-drawn f- forms that the characters always did. Nice. So when Snoopy laughs or cries or whatever, he's that same funny like bell shape. Yeah, that that, he is. right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, it's, exactly. It's, it's amazing. Like, it really just looks like you're watching a three, like somebody just topographicalized, which is not a word. <laughs> the old Schultz.
0: But, oh, but this is how this is how this is what sold me on that art style is how they walked. Uh huh. They walk exactly like they do from the specials. Uh huh. Nice. Like that little like. It's right. Amazing. They even kind of jump a little bit.
2: So yeah. like when he's moving his arms and stuff like that, or when he picks things up, it it's almost like he's missing keyframes.
0: Yeah. Oh. It's. It's awesome. And it so throughout it, he to get the to win the love of this girl, he gets a book and it's like 10 ways to be a winner. Yeah, (laughs) so he goes through and he tries to do them all. And it's the movie is really cute, it's really well done.
2: And so they they take the script, and I I won't get into any any spoilers here, but the thing that I think is really wonderful here is that I, I won't get into it, but everybody knows how I feel about children's entertainment today. And rather than just make throwaway nonsense content to just like be shiny and distract kids for during the hour and a half that they have to sit in the theater. What they do here is that they have sort of like multiple plots going on at the same time, Mm -hmm. or at the very least multiple angles for the characters to take on it. So like, like you said, the fact that Charlie Brown has this ultimate goal, but he does all these other things along the way Mm -hmm. to try and get to it. And those sequences are, they're shorter they're, uh, they're a bit more compact. They've got their own arcs to them. They've got their own little running jokes. Um, so you could take one of those little sections out and make it like a little five-minute cartoon um, for the most part. I mean, it's still tied into the overall story. Um, and then they also sprinkle in you know, Snoopy doing funny things in the background. And, and he, but even that stuff is tied into the whole story. So the whole thing is still cohesive. Um, so for an adult... I watched it and I'm like this is a really great story they're telling but I can tell that they're chopping up the story into these into these more palatable little sections so the kids are still going to be entertained sure and then here's where it gets great so they take the the red baron sequence that we all sort of know mm-hmm. of Snoopy fighting the red baron
1: which is awesome
2: and they cut it into chunks tell it as sec- as sections throughout the film and then those sections reflect the story that Charlie Brown
0: is going through really? so it is it is actually important to the story. And what's ingenious about it, too, is Snoopy's writing the story. Yes. Really? So yeah.
2: Snoopy is writing the story of him fighting the Red Baron, and it is Mirroring a mirror Charlie to Brown. Charlie Brown's story. It's brilliant. Nice. Uh-huh. Oh,
3: my
1: God. It's I a mean, really good oh, script. How, how is. long is this thing there?
0: An hour and a half? Maybe. Oh. Yeah. It, it flies nice. by. It's a Yeah. And, and here's the thing is, I'm not going to spoil what Charlie Brown does in it but they get the charlie brown character so yeah. good because n- not only his dumb luck but who he is as a a character. Yeah. I mean he he's the guy that everybody loves and you should because he's it's, it's like p- they
2: don't they don't appreciate him and he doesn't feel appreciated yeah. but he always the fact that he always does the right thing exactly. makes him so lovable. Exactly. Right? Exactly. You know. Um and
0: here's here, one of my favorite jokes in the film is not they're at a dance and, uh, the sprinklers come on and it cleans pig pen. And this one girl <laughs> is dancing with him and it cleans him and she's like, Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great. He
2: looks it, totally different. Yeah, it's
0: <laughs> great. It's great. It's, I, yeah, this, <clears throat> this movie's awesome. Oh, it's De- great. You should definitely see it.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: So, anybody worried about how they would handle the peanuts? Relax. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's probably the best thing Blue Sky's ever done. Oh, I, not a question. Yeah. I think I was the
3: most worried out of everybody in the room, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know because you you like them too. Yeah, but this makes me want to go see it. I can't oh, wait yeah. to go see it with my family. Yeah, because we were
0: Peanuts fanatics. Growing it's up. I, I I I know it's the best thing they've done. I mean, yeah. I, I like the Despicable Me movies, but is that them? Uh, no, that's no, that's not that's them. Elimination. That's Illumination. No. But they do. Uh, oh, they do the fucking Ice Age movies. Those yeah. movies are horrible. Yeah. Um, this movie's really good. Hey, and back to this Scrat thing. What the fuck were the Ice Age <laughs> Scrat? Uh, character's doing at the end. So, this is a story. So, what's happening is,
2: he ends up, he ends up, uh, trying to bury his acorn in an asteroid, which he breaks in half. And then he ends up stuck inside of just the globe of his, like the head of his spacesuit. And the half of the asteroid is on its way, it's on a trajectory towards the Earth a piece
0: of which... Oh, that's right. ...flies by... Remember, he created the- a Big Bang about five minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: What they leave out is, I think he also kills everyone on Earth. Like, the <laughs> asteroid has to go down and, like, kill all... Oh, sure. Like, when it cuts to black, I'm thinking, did you just make a short film where you kill all the characters from Ice Age? Yeah. did you? Because... Just- I I think that's what you did. Also, not how Rebo- he died. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: I, have no- yeah. I have no idea what happened in this short. I didn't laugh. I thought it was... Stupid and it oh, it's was super and in- oh, and
2: I liked when they like I remember as a you know I wasn't that young but I was uh, you know something of a kid when the first Ice Age came out and being like okay this is funny like scratch the first time was yeah. like oh this is cute he's a he's a saber tooth squirrel which I already think is a funny idea right. and then he's trying to bury an acorn for the winter sure because the Ice Age is coming yep right like it's it's comedy gold oh on sure paper. sure the first time the first time there have been like. Fifteen of these things. The, the fact I that know. I even saw Scratch, I was like...
0: Oh, it's Scratch. You guys it's not Scratch.
2: No, it's Scratch. Know.
0: The fact that, the fact that like I was strat. like... You're right. it's Scratch? Is Scratch? I thought it was Scratch. No, it's Scratch. We don't know. Whatever he is. <laughs> it's Scratch. <laughs> The the kids Skat. who are your Skat. target weren't alive when the first one was made.
1: And here's the thing, too. None of the kids in the audience laughed. No!
2: No one thought it was funny.
1: Well, you can only beat a dead horse for so long before it becomes a puddle, I mean.
2: Right! Yes, this was this wasn't even a puddle. Yeah. This is just like... Missed. This was, oh. yeah, this was the villain from the end of, of the Last Crusade.
0: <laughs> A Be- Nazi button? Horses Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, in the one Red Baron sequence when the blimp showed up, I'm like, uh, oh, Last Crusade. <laughs> That's immediately what my mind went to. No ticket. No ticket. Cool, so yeah, what? definitely go see the Peanuts movie. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we also saw Spectre. Randy, should people
1: go see Spectre? Uh, I think people that have prior knowledge of James Bond should go see Spectre, yes.
2: Interesting.
1: Zach? Welcome, Ryan. (laughs) Real
3: Nerds listeners.
2: That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I do
3: really think that you should see Spectre. However, (laughs) this movie is very, very long. Do not drink anything beforehand. And don't be a smoker or you will go out for at least five smoke breaks. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I liked it. I recommend people go see it. James?
2: Um, I mean, yeah, it's good. It is of the three bo- of of, three? of the three, three spy movies I've seen this year, it is my least favorite. Um, I think it has major problems. Um, <laughs> the action scenes are really cool. Um but it is a bit flawed. To steal a phrase, to be fair. Um, I think it's fun. I think people should see it. If you like James Bond, you'll probably enjoy this movie. Um, but it is certainly, if not the weakest of the Craig mo- movies, the second weakest of the Craig movies. So.
0: I am torn on this film because one, I, I think it looks great. Um, the, should people see it? Uh, if you like James Bond, yeah, see it. But here's the thing is I don't think there's enough James Bondy stuff in it. Agreed. Um, and I'll get into that. I think I mean I, it looks great. If you like James Bond, see it. Uh, here's the trailer for Spectre.
4: You had no authority, none. Mexico City. What were you doing there? I was taking some overdue holiday. So what's going on, James? They say you're finished. What do you think? I think you're just getting started. Magnificent, isn't she? Zero to 60 in 3.2 seconds. A few little tricks up her sleeve. Do one more thing for me. What do you have in mind? Make me disappear. Tell me where he is. He's everywhere. You should go there. You're crossing over to a place where there is no mercy. You're protecting someone. Get away from me! Why should I trust you? Because right now, I'm your best chance of staying alive. This organization, do you know what it's called? Its name is Spectre. And do you know who links them all?
1: Me. Welcome, James. You came across me
2: so many times, yet you never saw me. What took you so long?
4: Is this really what you want? Living in the shadows? Hunting, being hunted, always alone. I don't stop to think about it. It was me, James. The author of all your pain.
3: So, um, I need to be clear because i it's been a while since i have seen skyfall mm-hmm. but skyfall's really good <laughs> skyfall I love skyfall.
0: Let the sky <laughs> fall. Um, <laughs> Keep yes. going. Adele's uh, not is better than Sam going. Smith's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But the, the title but sequence but is amazing. This is the best, oh.
2: I think, that the title sequences have
3: oh, been. Oh, I, a- I love that
0: octopus in it. It oh, was yeah. awesome. Oh,
2: yeah. It really good. So
3: Skyfall, like, did they make mention of, like, can, are we in spoiler territory now? Yes. Yeah, it's yeah.
0: Spoilers. Okay. The picture. No, they didn't. No. But they did give a hint that he had a brother and a <laughs> yes. family. Because Skyfall is his childhood home. Right. Right. So Mm -hmm. they did give a little hint to it, but the picture no is... Okay.
2: And And it's
0: it's not... You know, here's the thing. The only thing I didn't like about the picture is the only part that's burned is... Is the part with Christoph Christoph Waltz's head. head. (laughs) Yeah. Like, perfectly. I mean, come on.
2: Yeah, and the story there is enough. Yeah. Like... So my frustration here is I think it's too convoluted. I think that the movie is... Relatively passionless. I don't think Daniel Craig cares. I don't think Sam Mendes cares. I think the script is written by someone who it's like a it's a diligent, decent execution of a series of of ideas. It's not necessarily a great like Skyfall is a love letter Mm. to Bond. Like to to have Sam Mendes come make a Bond movie was like this is awesome. Like this guy really cares, and this is not a movie where he cares.
0: Um, Yeah. yeah, you can't really. This, I mean, the story is is he's trying to figure out who Specter is, which is he's followed this. If you started with Casino Royale, this has kind of been a theme throughout all of them. Yeah. And uh, but here's the thing: is that opening moment where it's just one shot
1: oh, was so badass.
0: Yeah. Like m- my favorite part of it is when he's like, "I'll be back," and he goes up and he's walking across the like oh, outside of the so so cool. Everything,
1: yeah. just the whole yeah. walking, and it's like he's not even looking down, and you're like, you're on a foot and a half wide ledge. Twenty feet in the air or twenty stories in the air. Why are you not looking down? Yeah. And I was so, going to say that was the most
0: Bondy thing about. Yeah, the- it's yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah. Getting Really excited, and then it starts. And I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, badass. And then when, when I met at the beginning, when I said it's not very Bondy, mm-hmm. is there is thirty to forty minutes where it's dialogue, uh-huh. yeah. which is fine. I don't mind it, but I'm like, but but, do- but then the action scenes don't. <coughs> they, not that they're bad, but they don't have. When I watch Rogue Nation and I'm watching Tom Cruise drive a motorcycle through those mountains, I'm like, "Holy shit!" Here I'm like, "Oh, he's driving through those streets."
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. Or, or by comparison, you go watch like the action scenes in in Man from Uncle, which are not as bombastic, yeah, but are still like more fun. They've got yeah, like there's a lot of fun to them. There's there's uh, a lot of stuff going on. Whereas there's literally a car chase here, which is. I'm, uh, <laughs> I might go so far as to say that this is—it's the least fun car chase that I have seen since the last
0: Die Hard movie. Like
2: yeah, it, the, he makes a phone call in the middle of. But it. I think yeah. you're right. I
0: mean, it's the passion behind it because it's like, okay, here's here's a car chase. Yeah, it, it's it's almost like and Sam Mendes is a here's the thing where Sam Mendes is great. The part where James Bond is on a boat and it's foggy yeah. is looks amazing. Awesome. Yeah. But then in the car chase, it's like oh, here's the camera.
2: Yeah. Right. And you can just tell he doesn't care. The the thing that I brought up yeah. after the movie, I think you guys were talking about horror movies, but the 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 specific thing that to me is proof that he just didn't give a damn was there is the potential for an awesome shot near the end when when there's the um they're in the the old MI5 build or MI6 building and um they're in that room with the glass wall, right? And you're That
0: was done in Mission Impossible.
2: Yeah, I know, but hold on. <laughs> so um And better. So <laughs> hold on. So, you've you've had this movie where like there's these little hints, you know, like when she's drunk and she's like, "Oh, there's two James Bonds," and you're like, "I know, like they're they're going to be brothers." I know, I know what you're hinting at, but like you're trying to build this whole thing up, and you're trying to theoretically make these guys like they're some kind of mirrors of each other, but you do you're doing a really poor job of it. Sam Mendes, if he cared, in that shot, you've got like the you've got Christoph Waltz and then the reflection of Christoph Waltz in the glass, but it's in the wrong place. It doesn't land on James Bond the way you want that shot to. And it was really frustrating because I'm like, if you cared about this movie, I know that's what you would have done. Like, yeah. he would have moved it an inch to the left and it would have just perfectly I landed on top of it. him and been such a cool shot. I wondered if I was the only
3: one who noticed that because it looks like they didn't do the proper reflection. Like, didn't, yeah. they didn't bounce the light off correctly. Yeah, th-
2: it's just because he doesn't care. <laughs> like, too much of it is is just... It
0: doesn't have that pop yeah. the way that you want it and to. And too... Again, I, it's not a bad movie. It's no. just you're coming off Skyfall, right. which I love Casino Royale and Skyfall. Yeah. I don't know if, which one I like more, but I I th- I think this movie's better than Quantum of Solace. Oh yeah. But well, the yeah. But it's but you have issues I need where you back and watch it. I think too, the bond that Daniel Craig has established is betrayed at the end too because Agreed. um you know, I, I know one of the, his driving force in Casino Royale is his, that his lady friend died. Mm-hmm. And that's why now in the later ones, he just, you know, yeah. he has sex with him and leaves him.
2: Which I really appreciate about yeah. that character. And that
0: now. makes sense to me because, you know, you, even if you go back to the history of Bond, it's like, well, why does he have so many girlfriends? Why does he have all this? Oh, well, his, the one person he really cared about died. Right. And now he doesn't care anymore. Right. And so you're given this character of Dr. Swan, and it's not the actress's fault. I no. thought she was fine. I don't care about her, though. Yeah. I don't care about her. And so when she's like, I'm leaving. And to me, that In was the scene- best scene where he's like, okay. And he just turns away and walks away. Yeah. But then you have two bombs that are going to go off. One, literally, and one is a cyber thing where there's two countdowns yeah. happening. Right. Um. And he goes back and saves her. Which is fine. Well, that's fine. Because he should. Yeah. I think he- that's who he is. Yes. But then at the end, he goes up there, and he's stopping Christoph Waltz, and he gets him down, and he points a gun at him. And it's perfect, because she's on one end of the bridge, exactly. and M is on the other end of the what bridge. What should have happened is he, he should have shot him and him. walked to M. Thank you. That's all I wanted to have in that movie. Yes, 100%. Because we, if that... We shot, we shot, we... He should have shot Christoph Waltz and walked to M. Because if that would happen mm-hmm. in this movie, I was like, okay, yeah, I have problems with it, but that, to me, is the James Bond that Daniel Craig has set up in right. the previous three movies. Agreed. Here, he's like, oh, no, I'm not going to kill you. Yep. You're under arrest. And he just... Walks to the girl. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Is you can almost this? say it's his Dalton moment. <laughs> it's like a, it's it's like um, it's oh, like well, somebody not that bad. <laughs> it's
2: like somebody deciding that that's what like the mainstream audience wanted exactly. But it's a complete misunderstanding of who this character is. been. And
0: it's also it feels to me like it's service because if you've read what Daniel Craig has been saying, he doesn't want to yeah. do it anymore. Right. So like, oh well, we'll give well, him a send off.
2: Fine. I know you. I know you want to be done. Still, then. Like, you can still find a way to have him be done, but the movie's half pregnant. Exactly. The, like, that ending, because then he goes back to Q, like, you, you didn't, you, you're not all, all in. Like, you didn't decide that's what was gonna happen. Yeah. So he should have just shot the guy, gone to M, so that the character was right, and then gone to M and said, I'm done.
0: Well, or, it's to me because, uh, they, obviously they want to keep Lowfield alive. That's right. fine. So you shoot him. He walks away. And the last scene should have been Christoph Waltz with a shaved head and like a bullet hole in his head, right? Being like, Uh, you know, or I want you to die, you know, or something. Not that campy, yeah, but something better than him driving away with a chick.
3: Wasn't yeah. M's last line pretty lame too? Like I, I didn't like the last. Line I was like, M you're gave, under like,
0: arrest but That was oh, yeah. yeah. M was, was very... giving these
3: great one-liners throughout the movie for yeah. like whatever section. I was hoping
0: to say. Now you know what C stands for. Cunt. I wish thinking. was that. <laughs> yeah,
3: I was that. I thought thing. that was coming. I'm like, oh, please. At, careless. That,
2: at that
0: point, I was hoping Emma was going to come up and shoot Christoph Waltz.
2: Cause mm-hmm. I don't want you, they made the character too campy by the end. Mm-hmm. I don't like Christoph Waltz as a villain. Um, in, in this yeah, way, because he, he starts so like,
0: off so strong. Like yeah. the scene where, the scene where Bond is in the headquarters of Spectre, I think it's cool. It's the coolest, yeah. like non-action scene in the movie. Yeah. Because it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, even
1: this, even the fight with, uh, Dave Batista, I thought it was cool. Yeah, and then I, I you, thought the fight was cool, but he's probably the least creative Bond villain. Yeah, I've I mean, ever oh, seen. totally. Yeah,
2: well, that's why he should have just got the, the. My problem with that scene is why she only got three bullets in the gun. Right, she should have just shot him, and he should have died by her shooting him, and then he falls out of the train. That, right, that's a better ending to that sequence because mm-hmm. him like Bond doesn't need to kill that guy. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. It, it just yeah. Uh,
0: again, the, but it's stuff like that where it just feels yeah like a betrayal of what we what exactly. should have happened. The movie's still good, but yeah, it's when you come off Skyfall, you're you're not going to live up to it, and I understand no, right. that. No, but I don't like character betrayals, mm-hmm. and that's the, my only issue with it. Where I talk about how great Charlie Brown's character was, right. and they never portrayed who Charlie Brown was, right? No matter, even if they're shooting it, you know, it's a 2015 movie. Char- that Charlie Brown would work in 1960. This Bond betrayed what he was in 2006, mm-hmm. 2008, and you know, I love 2012. I love that
2: Bond. Me like, too. I, I
0: love I, the Bond at the end of Casino Royale. I love that. I love the Bond in Skyfall because even in Skyfall, he doesn't care. Yep. He's the only person he cares about is M. And when M dies, then yeah, that's yeah, yeah that, that's when he, been. Every,
3: everything seemed kind of like a weak wrap up to it. And yeah, in regards to Waltz, Look, I want to say this by saying, like, I love Christoph Waltz
0: yeah, who as an actor. Yeah, I love Everybody
3: does. But this is the weakest role I've ever seen him in, and that even includes and, three
0: musketeers. And <laughs> and the bummer is, is they set him up so well. Yeah. When he yeah. sits in and he's all, you know, covered oh, in black, yeah. and then he looks up and is like, don't you agree, James? Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And then he runs out and you're like, oh, here's a car chase. And then the car chase is not exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's,
2: and I think that it's, there's it's, literally, it's a James Bond car chase. Where at one point the tension is built because there's an old guy in a Fiat in, singing to music. In what the front. fuck, James Bond yeah. movie is this? Right. Really?
3: It seemed like somebody took what they thought would be the best way to update the old technique of Bond. They didn't understand. But they did. Yeah. But they didn't understand that Skyfall already did it. Yeah. And, and so they came up with all their scrapped
0: ideas. And that's yeah. the thing too. I, I, it sounds like we're just bashing. I did enjoy it, but mm-hmm. there's points like when he's talking to Q, I love it. Yes. You know when he's in there and then uh he leaves uh you know cue a bottle of champagne cuz he stole that car. Yeah. Like that's
2: cool. Yeah. And then <laughs> I love I love the line about like here you you can't have this which is, he's sort yeah. of retiring so they give him a watch. Is like does it do anything? Well, it
0: tells time. Well, it tells time. <laughs> yeah, uh, or you know even there's that great scene where he said, "Well, you know, I could go away for 24 hours." Or, or 48. 48. <laughs> like, that's awesome. It just, this movie had, it's like going, 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 and then it kind of plateaus. It doesn't, like, go back down and get you excited. Yeah. Right. Um,
2: and I, I feel like
0: It's it, too long.
3: It, it um. <laughs> did anybody feel the scar was forced for Blofeld? Oh, hell yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. That was you, didn't so... need it. you didn't
3: need it. And also, the fact that he is Blofeld.
0: Yeah, but see, I do like that he kind of just, that was a throwaway line. Yeah. yeah. You know, I do like that, but. It, I don't but know. It's, it's, it's a worst kept secret. Everybody already knew it. Yeah, right. And but it's just, it's just, so just like, much
2: stuff just shoved in. Like
3: I did, yeah. I just like I. I felt like that was like the worst part of the movie for me. Really, was actually... mine
0: was "I love you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that was not good either. Uh, this movie had potential, and yeah. it's it's, it's it still it's, has it's hard. Potential. Yeah, it's still hard for me because I don't think it's a bad movie. Right. I mean, there's a part where he's using an airplane as like it's as a car as a car. as a car, and that's it's awesome. awesome. It's great. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that but then, that sequence is the best then there's thirty more sequence minutes in the movie. of nothing. Yeah. I, I feel like it's the culmination of uh it's the culmination of a lot of the problems I've had with these movies. Is as great as Skyfall is, um the thing that I and the thing that I hated about Quantum of Solace was like they were clearly trying to build to the idea of a Spectre. Um and there was there was plenty of like little Easter eggs and things like that that they right. could have tied together, but they don't actually build in the right way, and they don't they didn't leave enough Easter eggs for this to yeah. to really be the culmination. So what happens is you end up spending so much time in this movie trying to set up the idea of oh he's got a brother right. and there's a thing called Spectre. And we got to try to understand how Spectre works, but we're never really going to explain it very well. Even though you had this movie called Quantum of Solace, where if you'd given a damn and tried to Mm -hmm. like create Spectre there, and just let Spectre live and exist for two more movies before you dealt with it, you wouldn't have to answer those questions. It would have been great. But instead, there's just like this, and I agree, the scene is really cool, but it is a really long scene in the middle of a lot of other long scenes that aren't action movies. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, See, in a movie with action scenes that aren't anywhere near as good as the worst action scenes in the previous films.
0: Yeah. True. I mean, there's even, uh, to me, one of the coolest scenes too is when he's talking to Mr. White and yeah. he's like, he's like, you know what my word is? This is my word. Yeah. And it's to, so he can kill him. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. That part is so and then good. And the fact
2: that that comes back later is great. Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. It's great. This movie is good. It's there's just, so
2: many good elements.
3: Yeah. In there. It's just we had
0: to point out
3: that it's not. Skyfall. <laughs> yeah Well,
1: so here's yeah. okay, go ahead. Sir. No, you're fine, you're go. So, here's the thing is like I I used to watch these these movies when I was a kid and never really put a lot of thought into them and everything else, but my roommate when the 50 years Blu-ray box set came out, he decided that what we were going to do is like me and him and his brother and his brother's wife and like a couple other people, every Thursday night we were going to watch one. Yeah. So, for Four months, five months, six months, whatever it was, we went through all of them. Yeah. So you you see as far back as like, you know, even Dr. No and all the other, you, you start seeing all these other parts and pieces about Spectre and everything else, and you already know about Blofeld, and you already know all, you see all this stuff, mm-hmm. and when they put this one out, and you see the trailer, and you're like, finally, this is going to be... The greatest thing ever, because you've just watched 50 years of them building up the story of Spectre. Like, I was so looking forward to so much out of this, and it was like 20% of what I thought was going to be.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think that ultimately, like, I think the problem with Bond today is the same thing that James was describing in the car, which is that... Can't call him a spy anymore, really. Right. Can't really call him, like, can't really do all the things you could do about 50 years uh, ago. He doesn't
0: sit still anymore, James. <laughs>
4: That's what I'm learning.
2: <laughs> Clearly. Um, so I think that ultimately... This, this is why you should never teach him to walk. <laughs> just say. He doesn't need to walk anymore. He just runs. <laughs> <laughs> he just What can I fuck up <laughs> next?
3: <now? laughs> Zach,
0: why is your 24-year-old son <laughs> uh, I got hey, some advice hey, from somebody. Helen. what did you think of Spectre?
3: I think you just oh. started.
0: Yeah. I think you said what I said. It's it's almost there. <laughs>
3: anyway, my my to sum up what I was saying, I think it's just I think Bond is going to be one of those things that we're just going to kind of love arbitrarily and like kind of love for what we love. We love it unconditionally a little bit. Sure, I think and the early think bonds that, are shit.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I I what's funny is I think they are also I I which the is word part arbitrarily of why I like them too. Yeah. Yeah, They're part of their they,
2: time. Yeah, there, there's something charming about them. Um,
1: there is. I mean, it's it's the, the thing.
2: The thing for me is, and I said, so I said this in the car. "Man from Uncle" is the best Bond film from this year, <laughs> um, and it's really a shame. Like, like I don't, I want them to go and you know recast him, start fresh again, uh, and when they do it this time, I want them to like, I. I I love him I love the Daniel Craig like assassin James Bond. Right. I think it was great, it was really cool. I'm done. So yeah. bring me something fun. Bring me some of the some of the camp, but not in the like, hey, he's strapped to a chair and we're drilling holes into his neck. I don't want that. That's right. not what I want. But what was, I want is like that was
1: actually a pretty bondy moment the, too. I, there. I, 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 almost, know, just, I almost expected him to say, No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Right, yeah, exactly.
3: They did yeah. say it. He said like um what did you come here to do? Oh, yeah, here to kill me? I came. here I, I thought you came here expecting to die. Yeah, all no a matter of perspective, right. which I thought was really cool. I'm like, okay, there's what yeah. I'm looking that for. New right? New right? Movie, yeah, yeah that's right. I point. mean, it's, it's still, great. Yeah. yeah,
2: there's good stuff here. Um, not i just, I be... want back the intrigue. I want the like, you know, him him going to a hotel, and there's the bad guy sitting down by the pool, and he's watching him through some binoculars, and like, I want the big I want onesie. Focus. No, I don't no,
1: think no, no. Yes,
2: like focus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Exactly. Anyone else remember me from um, February? Yeah, I I do. I like to that forget. <laughs> um, I love Margot Robbie. Yeah, um, that's that's what I want. Honestly, I want them to make like set it set it in the sixties, make it like Cold War spies again. Sure. Make it fun. Cast somebody young. You so like, yeah, like, come on, just well, I mean, they like replaced
1: everybody else with young people. Why not?
2: Yeah. Just, what I don't want is somebody like, I don't want.
1: Shia LaBeouf? No, me neither. No.
2: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> the, the, the name is Bond.
2: <laughs> I, I don't want them to just try to keep going. So, like, I if they if they did keep Blofeld alive for on purpose, that's too bad because you're you're just go reboot this thing. Yeah. Because without Daniel Craig, it's a totally different character.
1: Well, right. It wouldn't make sense to have his brother and literally be someone totally different. Yeah,
2: well, because the James, the the Sean Connery James Bond, the Roger Moore James Bond, like those, the Timothy Dalton, they're they're the same character.
1: The this same is a character, different character. But well, they were kind of the same character, but each actor added their own version into them. So it's, sure. it's a different personality of said character.
2: But tonally, and, and just in the way these if movies are executed, Craig, you
1: can't have the
0: same Bond. No, right? That's, I agree. You it's can't like, you
2: can't like have the French woman come back and be like his wife, right? Like, and now you and do return. you know on her Majesty's Secret honestly, Service again? She's
0: not that attractive. Not now. The, not the point. It is the point. <laughs> yeah. If James Bond is going to quit being an assassin, she needs to be hot.
1: Hey, damn
0: straight. <laughs> um, Next week on Real Nerds Podcast, we don't know what the fuck we're seeing. Nope. So stay tuned for that. Um, <laughs> it'll be exciting. It'll be exciting. Maybe Zach, it'll be the 33. Rand, no. Randy, <laughs> uh, thank you for stopping by. Yeah, oh, That's always you. a pleasure. I appreciate it. <laughs> you know what? If you haven't, go see the Peanuts movie. Yeah. I'm going to. Until yeah. next week. You. Bye. 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 Later. Suck my balls. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to use that one.
0: Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us at real underscore nerds. You can email us even. Realnerds at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Hey, stream us on Stitcher. You want to call us? seven two zero six nerds 5 And download us on iTunes. Just search Real Nerds. Thank you, Joe Kempter, for the wonderful voiceover, and also Spark Mandrel for the wonderful late night jazz smooth sounds of movies. You can find them on SoundCloud. This has been a Nebulous Visions production.
4: I really wish she was talking to you, Ryan.
2: <laughs> Do you want to put your clothes away, Ryan? Do you want to clean up after yourself?
0: She knows I don't, so Do you wanna- <laughs> hmm?
1: We, we know the proper it's response funny. to that question. So when I
0: get home from school or whatever, I just take my clothes off and leave them by the side potty? of the bed. And so when my wife makes the bed, she puts them underneath my pillow, like, I'm not just gonna throw them back on the floor. <laughs> and it's funny, this <laughs> my mom, my mom said that too. She used to put my toys on the, on my top of my bed when I didn't clean. Why you know what you I want? did? I was like, meh. Right. Back on the floor.
2: Well, when I just take your pants
3: and put them in the
0: laundry, mm-hmm. like
3: right now, I just did the laundry and I found rubber bullets. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the washing machine. Did
0: you hey, find hey. real bullet in the washing machine? Because I did that last week.
1: <gasps> oh. I've washed my clothes and had real bullets in there before, but not rubber ones. The machine starts I did... blasting off. you just right? like, What's <laughs> <the> <laughs> <oil> on here? <laughs> well, the washing, the washing machine, machine committed suicide. You a firing pin for it to work, so it'd be all right. <laughs> The dryer would make it so much more fun, though. Tink, 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 ting boom. Tink, 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 boom. What, what the hell's going go on, on there? Real
3: pod Show? Well, that really happen, Laura? <laughs> we killed him. Yep. <laughs> He's dead now.
0: Local idiot is dead because he washed his pants with bullets in him. <laughs> but I don't think a dryer can set off a bullet.
1: No, it's still not. You, you still need a firing. P- We're gonna find out. <laughs> well, because if it, I, I'd imagine that once it got into the wash, it, it wet the, the gunpowder got too wet anyway. Probably, I'm, I'm sure know. that nine that, times out of ten, it, that's the way it's going to work.
2: That problem is probably really common with all cops. So if that happened, it would probably be like the, the thing that they tell you when you start becoming a cop is like, <laughs> okay, guys, when you get home,
0: tell your wife to search your pockets for bullets. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. it would. it be funny if it wasn't for- Oh. Wait, I'm, I'm pretty sure I did the laundry the last like two times. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you can look at me like that all you want. I totally How many did. You
1: folded? Like twice. Fold. Who over the past laundry? year? Who folds laundry now? I own hangers. That's yeah. I hang all my stuff, even me. my pants. Yeah.
0: You what you guys need is get a wife. You don't have to do any of that shit.
1: Oh uh, well. Is that what it's
0: for? Yeah, what do you think she's four around here for? I, I got
3: to get the family farm. Ma- back
1: making babies and doing laundry? That's, there you yep.
0: go. <laughs> barefoot? Barefoot? In the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs>
3: pregnant. Wait, Laura's what? No. Okay. What? Oh,
1: man. Clearly, right. she wasn't <laughs> Where barefoot. I saw the shoes as she went by. You're good. Yeah, <laughs> You're true. Good. <laughs>